0: Tonight, to celebrate its return, Disneyland will offer a Main Street Electrical Parade dining package. Hey, eating light bulbs is probably still better than Disney World Counter Service. A little less crunchy. Disney's Beach Club Resort is selling a bunny bum cheesecake. See, just because March Madness is over doesn't mean the butt stuff has to end. So. <laughs> Disneyland Paris is selling Wooly Wonka-esque candy bars with prizes on the wrapper. Meanwhile, Walt Disney World hotel guests who open their room doors are winning a room already occupied by another family. Uh-huh. You've read <laughs> WW News Today. Now it's time for WW News Tonight!
1: Live from WDWNZ Celebration near the Walt Disney World Resort, it's WDW News Tonight with Tom Corliss and Nicolas Cicero. Tonight, we celebrate 30 years of Disneyland Paris. Former Imagineers Eddie Soto and Jim Scholl share their stories from the park, the Thunder Mesa Legends game. And we decide what Disneyland Paris attractions we'd like to have at Walt Disney World. And of course, much more. I'm Nicholas Cicero. Now, here's your host,
0: Tom Corliss. Hello, I'm Tom Corliss, and I also peaked in 1992. <laughs> a lot of debt restructuring after 1995 <laughs> for me, a lot of that. Please hit the like button, subscribe, and if you're really enjoying this nonsense, you can leave us a super chat. Your donations will be used to build half a Galaxy's Edge for Walt Disney Studios Paris. Which half they still don't know? Half of it. (laughs) Gotta it out which half do people like? Oh, all right. Nick, how's it going? Good. (laughs) That was no. It's as if you have to get ready for some ridiculous, insane new game tonight.
1: Well, I'm ready. I I just handed the contestants the manual for playing tonight's game. uh, Is there a
0: there's like an instruction manual? It's five pages it's five people in the crowd are heard, holding up leaflets <laughs> right now wow they came here to watch a show not read no more. That, that's more important <laughs> that's more important yeah. thanks
1: they figure probably out to
0: better than it. the monologue i mean it's kind of has <laughs> got funnier than the monologue for sure yeah yeah so anyway
1: we're, we're gonna have a good time tonight i, I i'm confident uh, yeah. we're, good.
0: we're good yeah it's a big night we have two imagineers uh, yeah. two interviews on the show we're gonna show you some of those interviews um, we're going to talk about a lot about Disneyland Paris, the 30th anniversary coming up next week, and obviously here on the channel. We'll have a lot of stuff for the 30th, some live streams, uh, the full-length Imagineer interviews, a lot of great stuff next week. But uh, tonight we're going to celebrate 30 years, as only we know how on this program, with a lot of nonsense. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> buckle buckle in. All right, now the News. news. Brought to you by the WDWNT Interglobe Society. I get people shake their heads like, oh, what a bunch of nonsense. And then they all go,
2: news.
0: (laughs) Guests were evacuated from Splash Mountain this week in yet another sinking log incident. Uh, This is actually just the first phase of the attraction's overhaul, where the logs are now, their beignets being dropped into the fryer. (laughs) The theming is amazing. Disney has notified the surrounding communities that firework testing will be conducted overnight tonight at the Magic Kingdom. Um, They just want to make sure the fireworks are working because the last time they ran Enchantment, no one clapped. (laughs) They're like, did did they go off? Because no one one made a noise. I don't know. show's bad. According to... boy. According to rumors, if the upcoming Pixar movie Lightyear succeeds... There's a plan to update Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, About time. Makes sense. Yeah, if the movie does not succeed, the ride will become Moana's Space Adventure. <laughs> shoot. Well. I don't know what, what do what would even shoot. Shoot Kakamora. All the targets become Kakamora. Wow. I gave them too good an idea now. There's people scrambling to like make sketches now at home. Be Our Guest Restaurant. The Magic Kingdom is now serving brunch from 10 a.m. to noon. It's $62 for adults, it's $37 for children. It's an expensive brunch. You know prices are out of hand when brunch is more expensive than the average age of the people who typically eat it. (laughs) 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 The mushrooms from Fantasia are now represented in topiary form at the 2022 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, which once again proves that the only real way to still enjoy Epcot is with mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Thank you, Sabrina. (laughs) Garcia said you're welcome from the back of the crowd. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will open May 27th, Memorial Day weekend. I had no idea. Wow. I, oh, what a weird choice. That's out of nowhere. You see the, (laughs) it's again, thank you, Sabrina. Did you see the commercial, Nick? You saw the commercial? before? yeah, yeah. In the commercial, Epcot is disappearing. Yeah. That explains that big patch in the middle with nothing <laughs> in it. I thought it was budget cuts, but it turns out it's some like space villain. Yeah, I think he's bald. It's good
1: theming. Good story.
0: The new commercial features two small references to old Epcot Center next to Peter Quiller, two dinosaur toys, nod to the universe energy, and then a vintage Epcot Center mug is behind him. And fun fact it was filmed in my cubicle. <laughs> Walt Disney World is poised to more than double. There's solar energy resources with the construction of two new solar arrays. This means 40% of Walt Disney World energy will be generated by the sun. And upon hearing about this, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said he was tired of the special treatment the sun was giving Disney. And he said he's going to block it out. For too long, the sun has given special treatment to Walt Disney World. Do you know where the other 60% of the energy comes from, Nick? Do you know? I, I have no idea. Uh, they actually—they have these hamster wheels in the gym at f- the Flamingo Crossings housing <laughs> for the CPs, and oh, they just—they when they're not working, they run in those, mm. and it powers the other 60%. Mm-hmm. It's not funny because it's almost true. <laughs> it's too close to real. <laughs> Walt Disney World has earmarked 80 acres, speaking of cast member housing, they've they've earmarked 80 acres of land for a new affordable housing development in central Florida. So who's ready for the Toy Story condominiums? (laughs) Everything's themed to toys. Uh, Affordable housing. Do we think Disney executives know what affordable housing is? (laughs) Bob J. Big is building a second house next to his first one in the Florida Keys. This man's going to decide on, on affordable housing. Oh, boy. The development will be available for qualifying applicants in the region, including Disney cast members. But in order to enter the housing market, the cast members need to go to get a house pass reservation. <laughs> After that, they need a lender boarding group. It's a, little, it's a little complicated. It's a little much. What was that? It's a little much
1: to have them go through.
0: Still easier than getting into a theme park.
1: Yeah, Oh, well, yeah. Still slightly,
0: slightly easier. Disney is likely going to be cutting entertainers from kite tails at Animal Kingdom. And on top of that, guests will be asked to catch the kites themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody? Uh, Bob asked if they had those self-driving jet skis yet, but no luck. Those six people will keep their jobs. <laughs> He still needs some humans to operate kite tails. He was very upset. The toy train in Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures at Animal Kingdom is running once again. Isn't that great? That's good. Uh, The Toy-Tron, though, still isn't. (laughs) They've not gotten the Toy-Tron. Oh, come on. That was not the worst The cubicle joke was worse. No. Cubicle joke. No? No. You think that this the Toy Tron?
1: This was definitely worse. I don't know about
0: that. Christina Shake, who had previously worked for President Biden, Obama, and Hillary Clinton, also the heiress to the weight fortune, has been appointed <laughs> as the new vice president of global communications for the Walt Disney Company. Disney said they can't wait for her to f- can't wait for her first accidental tweet of an opening date. <laughs> <They> can't, <laughs> can't wait. Oh. Better than addressing a bill for them. In a video obtained by Key, uh, by, oh boy, in a video obtained by West Orlando News, senior executives apologized to Universal Orlando Resort team members working at the guest contact center amid reports of a toxic work environment. It's similar to the toxic work environment at Disney, but it's all screen based. <laughs> Even before COVID, <laughs> they were zooming before it was cool. Yeah, those jokes used to be funnier when Disney wasn't building the same rides. A lot funnier. Best Brands Consumer Products Incorporated is voluntarily recalling Mickey Mouse and the Mandalorian hand sanitizers that the FDA found to contain the potentially harmful chemical benzene, or as it's known in Italy, Beverly. (laughs) Beverly. That oh gets the biggest laugh. Beverly gets the big. Who brings us the news? This program is
3: brought to you by Wigs, the WDWNT Interglobe Society. Support WDWNT to get early and exclusive access to content you can't find anywhere else, including exclusive post shows for WDW News Tonight and Park Center. Exclusive programs including our retro riffing show, Ride Rehab Watches, bonus episodes of Club 22, and a monthly Zoom with Tom access to our Discord community, and much more, starting at just $2 a month. For more information, visit patreon.com slash WDWNT or visit WDWNT.com and click the Patreon link. Join wigs and unlock even more WDWNT.
0: Yes, thank you all the wigs watching at home. All the wigs here. Where are the wigs? We got some wigs here tonight. That's great. There's going to be a lot of wigs in that game later. <laughs> Different kind. Uh, See, I shouldn't even write a monologue, it's it's never as good as things we just say, right? By the way, uh, benzene, Beverly, and turpentine, I think, were the three ingredients in in, uh, the dip in Roger Rabbit, right, wasn't (laughs) it? That was them, I don't remember. So again, tonight we're celebrating 30 years at Disneyland Paris, so I asked Nick, uh, if you may remember on the marathon show we played a board game called uh, Western Legends. Mm And uh, we ended up going with uh, Pete and his girlfriend, Lauren. We, we went and played that game in the uh, train room at Wilderness Lodge a couple weeks ago. And as we were sitting there, I knew this show was coming up. And I looked at Nick and I go, what if, what if we did Western Legend but we did it as obviously the best Frontierland ever built is, is Disneyland Paris. And so I thought it'd be cool to pay homage to the best Frontierland ever built. I have a modified version of the game. And Nick has been hard at work for a couple weeks now. Couple On tonight's game, yeah. a couple days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we got it.
0: I gave him a couple weeks. He took yeah. a couple days to to put the game together. It's going to
1: take them a couple weeks to read those rules. So yeah.
0: we actually mailed it to them ahead of time yeah. before they arrived tonight. So yeah, Thunder. What if what is being said in the crowd? It would have been that would have been easier. <laughs> um, so Thunder Mesa Legends is happening tonight. We also have uh, two excerpts of. Uh, they end up being uh, just parts of the interview because. In usual WWNT fashion, we went way overboard. Um, Our interview with Jim Scholl is actually two hours long. Our interview with Eddie is uh, almost an hour and 45, hour 30, somewhere in that range. They're both fantastic. And next week you'll get to watch them both in full. But tonight um, we're gonna give you a 20 some odd minute preview of both of those. Um, Some really amazing stories. And I think um, we had such a fun time this week recording those um and we heard the most amazing stories and i think you're gonna love them so you get a taste of them tonight our wigs members will get them a little early ahead of tuesday and then on tuesday on youtube completely free we're going to release these two big full-length interviews for you I, I two of my favorite interviews we've ever done bar none and i'm not saying that just because they're tonight um you know when we interview disney world people you know we, we've spent our lives coming here we've read all the books we've met a lot of people Sometimes we've heard those stories before, and in the case of Disneyland Paris, there was a lot I didn't know. So for two hours with both of these Imagineers, I learned a lot, and I I hope you will as well. I think they're very, very fun. And then at the end of the show, we're going to have a discussion where we talk about what from Disneyland Paris would we like to have here at Disney World. It is a packed show. It's a long show. So we're going to take our first commercial break. We'll be right back with more tonight. These lights
4: are
5: magical.
6: In honor of the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, you can celebrate this once-in-a-lifetime milestone and cherish it forever with the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary, that restructuring commemorative coin set. Each coin is made of rare cadmium, brilliantly finished in a plastic gold plating. Each coin represents a time the resort almost closed entirely and then was saved at the last moment. Who could forget in 1994, when a Saudi Prince rescued Euro Disney how about the Disney's heroic tax ride off of 2004 which allowed the resort to build the magnificent new attractions like Cars Race Rally and Crush's Coaster celebrate the 2015 restructuring as well and finally the takeover by Disney in 2017 get this beautiful commemorative coin set for only $49.95 uh, more more please I mean 99.95. Ahem! <laughs> 149.95.
0: That's that's fine.
6: We'll even throw in a beautiful hotel's of Euro Disney display case, which we are overstocked on. That's right. We excellently ordered more display cases than coins. Some will go completely unoccupied. Remember the Disney Unpainted Edition minting. Only three hundred thousand will be minted worldwide, and then the mold will be destroyed. Because this is a limited edition minting, only 30 sets will be available per color. This offer is not available in any of our stores. Order now. To order the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary debt restructuring Commemorative coin set, have your credit card ready and call this number or send a check or money order to the address on your screen. Bon, c'est fini we do voice the syndicats maintenant.
0: The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is fully booked for the next several months. But you can still enjoy Orlando's second best two-night, three-day story resort experience with the WDW News Tonight. Expensive and immersive fake cruise. The experience begins when you park at WDWNT Celebration. You'll then be loaded into Nick's windowless box truck, driven around the building and dropped off at the back of the same building. To not break any immersion, Nick will blindfold you as he walks you into the studio, I mean resort. Then our friendly and courteous team will whisk you to your private luxurious quarters. Each cabin comes with a sleeping area, entertainment center, comm link, and a window to the outside. Use your comm link to have a discussion with innovative interactive droid helper, Russ the Robot, anytime you'd like. Dine on a fine buffet before the show, just like the WDW News Tonight staff does. When it's showtime, get back into the box truck for a ride back to the front of the building, so you can have the same experience as the people who paid $10 to $0 to be at the show. After enjoying WDW News Tonight, it's back into the box truck to be taken back to the totally real cruise ship. Back on board, experience story moments with characters sort of like the ones you know from the show, and become a part of the action with bingo and dance lessons from Pete Carney. Stop at the Liquid Magic Lobby Bar for a cocktail that is mostly on the floor, but some is in your cup. And of course, enjoy a fantastic dinner show with the only performer who agreed to return, Piano Rob. All this and more is waiting for you tonight at the WDW News Tonight Expensive and Immersive Fake Cruise. Book now. Welcome back to News Tonight. Let's see what's happening this week on Disney Plus. This week, uh, Cars Euro Trip, <laughs> starring Tom, Tom Green car. That is, that's the worst joke of the night. That's by far the worst joke. of the night. No one, no one. Thank you. Wow. Nick is sitting in the audience right now because he has to explain to contestants how to play the game. That's how complicated the game is. I'm not even joking. He's sitting in the front row with them, and they have all these pages thrown. It's like kids are in college studying for, like, a final exam. It's what it looks like, You're like, cramming before the day before. I should know better to use the word cramming around Nick. But anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> oh, boy, I got some yikes. Oh, man, why doesn't the audience for the show grow? I have no idea. So uh, we're going to play a snippet of the first interview we have up. Um, This is one I have wanted to do for the entire 15 years I've been here, one of um, the most talented people in the history of WDI. So let's no, no further ado. here with Eddie Sato, who, uh, if you're familiar with Euro Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, uh, was the producer in charge of Main Street as well, the, the hotel, right, the D- Disneyland Hotel as well?
5: Well, I began the hotel, started yeah. on the hotel, and then the architects kind of took over. So, uh, But that was a contribution I was responsible for.
0: Yeah, and Imagineers didn't usually work on the hotels, right, is that is that correct? You guys worked more then- on the hotel than usual?
5: That's true. Disney Development Company did the hotels, and in this case, they also worked on the hotels. Dana Aiken was the architect of the hotel, but the concept of the hotel actually grew out of Main Street. So it's a little bit different than uh, the typical path Disney takes because no one had ever done a hotel that looked into the park quite the way this one does or was part of the thematic experience.
0: Yeah, now it's become such a staple. Obviously they did the Grand Californian Hotel Maricosta in, in Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, and now we've seen that, that Disneyland forward plan where they want to essentially take existing hotels and wrap the parks around them now to, to accomplish what Disneyland Paris did 30 years ago. But yeah.
5: Well, you know, a good idea catches on. I think, you know, despite the financial problems Euro Disney had in its initial uh, you know, initial opening years. The one hotel that did super well and was always at a very high occupancy was the Disneyland Hotel. The one that looks in the park is the one they wanted. Some of the outlying, high-capacity hotels, uh, like the Newport, you know, were pretty much empty. Yeah,
0: and they didn't—they didn't, they didn't want to build a hotel at the entrance, right? Like they didn't think people wanted that.
5: Well, it's kind of funny. So the story here's here's the story as I experienced it was. Um, we had a certain amount of bud- budget and obligation to protect people from the weather. The company was very worried. They were doing Paris because the the numbers, the the, the cross-European traffic, everything made sense for this location except the weather. Now, Tokyo is pretty inclement, too, but, yeah. but that was a big issue. So they promised. They said, well, look, we're going to do some weatherizing. So one of the big things that happened was when people— prior to the internet being big, you know, needed to go stand in line and buy a ticket, are they going to be standing there in the pouring rain in some hour line like you would in Anaheim or perhaps in Florida uh, in the rain and pouring uh, freezing cold, right? No. So our team sketched out how big a rain cover would have to be to envelop those crowds. So when we did that, it came in at like $80 million or some, you know, of course, if you theme it, you know, Eddie Sato style, it's going to be crazy, right? So it was expensive. So we couldn't even present it. It's like, well, this is going to be stupid. We'll get laughed out of the room if we walk in with an $80 million weather roof, right? So one thought I had was, well, what if you put some suites, kind of like Club 33, in Disneyland, like an upper level with beautiful suites up there. Mm. It wouldn't take much. And then you could sell those and would pencil, the roof would pay for itself. Yeah. Well, that idea of having suites and Nina Ray Vaughn, who was on our team, did a very nice painting that shows maybe one or two stories. It wasn't that aggressive. Yeah. And that was the initial start of it. Marty Sklar mentioned, you know, hey, what about the... Um, uh, The Grand Mackinac Island Hotel uh, that's there in Grand Mackinac was something American looking as an entrance where people could buy their ticket under the hotel or these suites. But immediately, Gary Wilson, of course, who came from Marriott, who was on the Disney board, Uh. he loved the idea. He's like, I know, you know, we'll make it gigantic. We'll put five stories. So that scared me to death. I'm like, (laughs) now you're killing my toy train and the rest of the little main street's going to look dinky. Um, so immediately from Imagineering point of view, Tony and I agreed that scale is everything. So yeah. we'd have to make the windows appear to look smaller. The thing would have to have forced perspective, kind of like the castle in reverse. Mm. We, we, we really wanted to pull those tricks out if, in fact, the company wanted to go that way. So that's, the, that's how Imagineering was so involved in it. And then Dana Aiken, who was from, he was became an Imagineer Disney development. He became kind of the ar- main architect for that hotel Uh, And we worked together. I mean, everyone collaborated because it was between two worlds. But I was sort of responsible for the ticketing complex underneath and helped drive the design, although the hotel was involved too. So there's your... I don't think anyone's really talked too much about that. So that might be a new 1992 (laughs) story. And of course, the color, hugely controversial. Even the clock, that Mickey clock, hugely controversial. You know, I remember, well, you know, are we gonna have Roman numerals or numbers? Is it gonna be the watch Mickey Mouse or that Mickey Mouse? I remember seeing in the Orsay Museum, this train station, ironically, ex-train station in Paris, mm. the most beautiful interior wall clock, and every number was surrounded in a circular uh, frame. You know, I go, yeah. now that, that is how we bring the Frenchness to this without it literally being French. So you know, do a couple quick sketches and say, well, what if it was like this? And then we went to town with that Mickey, even the positioning of the hands, his fingers, it, it, even the color of the glass couldn't be yellow, had to be just off white. So it felt rich and not like plastic. And yeah. you couldn't believe even the hotel goes through these things, the naming conventions, yeah, the sign, what's going to be on the railroad station? Is it going to say Main Street USA or Disneyland? Paris. Well, we just said Disneyland, or excuse me, Euro Disney. You know, we just said that on the front of the hotel. So yeah. all these things, I guess my point is they're all uh, inter- intertwined arguments. They yeah. all mean something because to a guest, you know, you're in a sequence of events. If, you know. if I
0: may, I want to end. I want to end on. It's serendipitous. Today is actually they've they've the soft reopening of Walt's restaurant is today. Official reopening on the twelfth. And that really? is, yeah, and that is by far, I've already got my reservation for the 12th, I'm very excited, Oh! very excited, and that is, bar none, and it's not because I'm interviewing you, I've said this on Twitter, I've said this in a million places, that is my favorite interior I've ever been in, oh, I've, been I'm all so the glad. Club, I've been to all the Club 33s, none of them feel, none of that feels as special as Waltz does as a lifelong fan because it is that celebration of the art that created the park and the people that made the park. And there are these, these incredible thematic rooms, that Discovery Land room, I wanna rebuild that in my home because that fireplace is my favorite thing with the Nautilus above, it's glorious. Tell me if you can, walk me walk me through Waltz a little bit. And I have, don't worry, I've got, oh, yeah. I've got 400, 500 photos of this place already, so don't worry about it. We'll show, okay. we'll show people at home, but please walk us through Waltz
5: if you can. It's Okay, it's the it's the place that Sharon Disney toured and said that her dad would be proud of. I said, wow. look, the whole point of this restaurant, there's a point. And, it's, and by the way, this is when you didn't have a gift shop downstairs. So yeah. the, the lower dining rooms were the story of Walt's beginnings in Main Street. Uh-huh. If you're a European, I mean, like, why is this thing here? You know, Marcel in Missouri, his love of trains. We had models of Main Street. The models of the Main Street buildings were there and also Walt's fascination with Europe, how he went to Europe. And he brought back things for Disneyland for there. So we wanted to tell that story. The animatronic bird, uh, it's not the bird, but it's a bird mm-hmm. that inspired animatronics is there with the piano. The clock, if they wind it up, plays when you wish upon a star, the clock. Um, the initials from Walt's apartment um, in New Orleans Square that are on the balcony there, that is the secret Easter egg in the restaurant. So. The gas lights on the ground floor all have the WD on the gas keys. Mm -hmm. Um, The WD is actually embedded in a sofa if it's there. You'll see the sofa there. Even the, they used to put your name, I think they might still do this, on a card and then. And then take your name upstairs so they'll call you yeah. by name by the time you get up the elevator. Yeah. I wanted Club 33 on crack <laughs> for those who couldn't afford it because it's better than Club
0: 33, that, so it's well that was the goal.
5: Why can't everybody get to see the parade from from on a rainy day, talk about weatherizing, yeah. from a beautiful private dining room? Why can't everybody go to Club 33 as a little yeah. kid? I didn't know anybody at Disney. I wished I could have went. I had the brochure they mailed me, and I, I dreamed of going to that place. Uh, and it was very grown-up; it wasn't cutesy. And I thought, well, you know, let's do a grown-up environment. Um, and the operations came in and goes, you know, you you can't you can't do these themed rooms. That's not Victorian. I go, what do you mean it's not Victorian? You can't have an Arab room. You can't have an Arabic. Room that looks like the Arabian Nights in there. That's Adventureland, Eddie. You, that's not Main Street. I go, mm. Here, here's research books that show New York mansions yeah. where people that didn't travel would decorate in Victorian style uh-huh. rooms to look like different cultures. That was very popular. These par- parlors that were Chinese, that's where the decorative arts came from, or for you know, all these various things. And then they went, Oh. Okay, you can do it. So we said, no, when Walt Disney's dream gets built, the upstairs is all about the making of dreams from Disneyland to Disneyland Paris. Um, You know, the Art Nouveau, that Art Nouveau uh, fireplace, did you know that the um, submarine was built by Tom Sherman? Who was the number one Nautilus fanatic of all time who actually worked in the attraction and was the head design consultant for the one in Land. he built models. And so we asked him to build a model that looked like what Harper Goff would have held, and he built a Nautilus model by hand. And that is what is, it's a monument to him in that fireplace. So that is a Tom Sherman original in the fireplace. So... Uh, and he, he's the guy who took his apartment and built a Nautilus in a rented apartment, much to the landlord's chagrin. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, go 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 look him up and you'll find some interesting things on Tom. But that whole restaurant, you know, every, there's a lot of Easter eggs in there, I think, for you to find. Um, there, I think there's an Oscar in there. There might hopefully still be an Oscar in there. But we really tried to make it... Um, Club 33 for everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, the whole idea that every guest is a VIP, very individual person. Um, you know, I don't know if we still have that with the lightning lanes and all these things going on where, you know, I don't know that the haves should always see the have-nots you yeah. coming in. So it's good to have a Club 33. I, I love, I, I've done work for Club 33. I still work for them. So I'm a big fan of Club 33. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that At the time, in 1992, I thought, well, why not create an experience? And by the way, those people that experience Waltz have no idea that either there is a Club 33. So, you know, they just like to look out the window. And I thought, let's just make the second. Let's give it to the guest. Why can't we give it to the guest? You know, it was so fun. I have to tell you, watching that restaurant come together was, uh, you know, an incredible experience. Incredible experience. Yeah, I mean... I hope you enjoy it. And I think the food is fantastic now. Yeah, the
0: new menu looks great. It's It's way more affordable now, too. Way lower price point than it used to be. Way
5: lower. Well, you know, uh, I mean, you know, they're doing... We also had the menu. I I think it still has the story in it. We put the story in a photo album so people would get the idea. The idea is Walt is a human, not just a company. So people in Europe could see that he's a person. So Walt's yeah. restaurant is meant to be a very personal thing. Parks get built by people. There's models. There's drawings. These things don't come out of computers. They're yeah. made by people. Walt Disney has a team. I mean, that was the whole idea. 1401 is the address, of course, mm-hmm. which is the uh, original address of Walt Disney Imagineering or, or WED. So you know, we did everything we could to celebrate that and let the guests you know, experience it in Europe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's just like an educational process to Europe, and and uh, I think Walt, I think Sharon appreciated that. She really appreciated that aspect of it, that we were trying to humanize her dad.
0: Yeah, I think especially for those of us who haven't lived in the, you know, time frame in which he was alive, I think it's it's important to have that connection, right? Because people just see Disney, and it is for a lot of people now. It's, a, it's a, especially now as opposed to 1992. Um, it's it's much more associated with just the name of this big corporation as opposed to associated with the the actual human being who created it all, right?
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, they do a lot of great things on on Disney Plus, uh, yeah. Imagineering Story. There's like so many things out there that do bring the human side into it and Walt Disney's things into it. So I think it's all good. Um, but anyway, that was the motivation for the restaurant. That's kind of you know that's why it's the core statement of. If it, Main Street was a land, it would be a land about story. Uh-huh. It's totally a land about story, about the American cultural story, the story of invention leading to Discovery Land, the story of the Statue of Liberty being from people, not governments. It's uh-huh. basically done by donations, as from artists. It's a cultural statement from artists, and uh, then you look at uh, all the different little shops and stores, and you know what they what they kind of bring to. We did inventors in the Emporium. Uh, instead of presidents or anything political, we wanted to show different inventors and people that came to America and tried to do, you know, something unique and uh, bring their ideas. So that's that's what it's about, you know. I I, I have to say that at the end of it, I would, I felt very honored to have the opportunity to, you know, at the end of it, I didn't feel like I presided over a photocopier. I would have loved to do more facades. You know, I would have loved us to, to erode a few more, take to, take a few more, and and change them around a little bit.
0: Yeah. But you got to do a little bit of that, them. right? There's a couple of San Francisco-ish facades,
5: right? Oh, that, oh, that's right. We have a San Francisco street. Yeah. See, San Francisco was the number one tourist attraction, you know, as far as cultural in America. So we thought, well, we got to show some San Francisco. So okay. that's why we did Market Street. Uh, with the Marketplace Arcade. And again, that arcade, when you get to the end of it, was supposed to have food carts and stuff and kind of blow out into a larger open area. But those doors have never opened really into anything. That's a great place to expand. So uh, when you go there, there's so many little hidden things, like the windows. And if you're at Casey's, look up at one of the facades, you'll see baseballs and home plates and baseball bats embedded in the facade. Or the two gentlemen who wrote Von Tilzer and something, who wrote the... uh, take me out to the ball game, got a window. A lot of people got windows on Main Street for cultural reasons, not just Disney reasons. The Wright brothers, you know, are celebrated, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that, just, you know, fun stuff. I I went to Greenfield Village and wanted to make Main Street more like Greenfield Village, uh, which is more of a living museum. I felt Europeans would like that more than a mall, strictly a a shopping experience, you know.
0: As opposed to Tokyo where they very much
5: wanted the mall. (laughs) But the funny thing with Tokyo, is to that everything is an audience? Yeah. Europeans are not the same buying audience that the Japanese are. No. I'm glad you brought this up. The candy store is an attraction in Tokyo because of Omiyagi yeah. and people buying gifts. So the Japanese would hate you if you didn't do a mall. Yeah. Bon Voyage. The mall after the mall did even yeah. better than the World Bazaar. That place printed money yeah. out of the railroad station. So, to 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 that audience shopping. is a fabulous experience and they wouldn't want it any other way. Um, So I feel like Europe is less about consumerism and more about culture. On Sundays they go to museums and parks and that you feel guilty if you don't take your kid out for something cultural at some point. Uh So what a nice surprise to arrive at a theme park and learn something before you get to the rides or feel like it's more than that, not a carnival. So, um, anyway, that was our insecurity going in, so I guess we went a little overboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's a good snapshot on differences between Parisian and Japanese culture is just look at World Bazaar versus Main Street at Disneyland Paris. It's a good... Uh, it, it's a decent it's a decent start on understanding the differences
5: in culture. I guess, I guess in life it's yours to lose. You end up meeting a lot of very great people that have great insight, and if you don't take advantage of it or try. Um, so, I guess... Uh, you know, we're all we're all just uh, enjoying it now. So, but thank you for your interest in the project, and thank you for reaching out to me. I mean, considering it's not a land or anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have I have a mug on my
0: desk that has that hotel. I you mean, know I love I that was, hotel, I man. Was,
5: I was jealously eyeing that. I have a mug that has the Main Street Railroad Station on it. Oh, that's cool. From Disneyland, I that. but I don't have a... I don't know if they ever made any... Um, maybe I'm going to have to order one of those online.
0: I would yeah, say I'd, I'd pick you up one, but they're closed the hotel, so I can't...
5: <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm sure those will be on the secondary market, but I've, yeah. I think I need to slow down my coffee cup consumption anyway. I've got the <laughs> too many coffee cups from too many souvenirs, so... Anyway, well, but thank you to your audience too. This has been a very long paragraph. So, no,
0: I mean that, yeah. you know, we, we we love these places and it is, you know, such an honor to hear the stories behind them from the people that that help bring them to life. It's such a special place. So it's, it's so amazing right uh, at the 30th anniversary to be able to talk about how it all came together. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time.
5: Sure, my pleasure.
7: This decade, get ready for a brand new universe of adventure as Disney Pictures proudly presents the SEACU, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers Cinematic Universe, a new series of films centered around the fictional society across multiple Disney parks. First, find out the origins of Figment in his first film, Figment. Then, join Dreamfinder and Figment on a new adventure in. Dreamfinder and Figment. Before their third film, Journey into Imagination with Dreamfinder and Figment. Next, discover the mysteries of Mystic Manor in Mystic Manor. And then Albert opens up a box of tricks in Mystic Manor 2. Now, Museum, now you don't. Then the first of the Disney Springs series. Watch Meriwether Pleasure build his empire in Disney Springs, Pleasure Island. Then, march along with the Adventurers in Disney Springs, the Adventurers Club, until that project ends up being cancelled for Disney Springs, the Edison. And that's just the beginning. With over 40 films planned, we promise that none of these movies will be repetitive, and we definitely won't make spin-off television series from any characters that we kill off. Also, nobody is gay. Disney's Society of Explorers and Adventurers Cinematic Universe coming in 2022 and 2023 and another in 2023 and 2024 at two or three every year until you die.
4: Welcome to Disney Entertainment News Today from WDW News Today. I'm Rob Whiteside from WDWNT.com, and here now are the top Disney Entertainment stories. For the latest in Disney Entertainment News,
3: watch Disney Entertainment News Today, hosted by Rob Whiteside. From movies and series news to stage shows, books, video games, and more, new episodes drop every Tuesday on Unplanned Downtime.
0: Back to news tonight. We are live, of course. Please remember to hit that like button, please subscribe, and let's find out the incorrect Disney Parks fact of the week. Mickey almost wasn't given white gloves in Paris as they were afraid he'd get espresso on them during his breaks. So... You knew we were getting a cigarette joke somewhere in this show this week. Where's the fridge? Where's the fridge? It's out back with Jake. <laughs> Jake in the Fridge. It's a new series coming to our YouTube channel very soon. Jake in the Fridge. Anyway, it's a reference to a show no one's heard of, apparently. All right, um, we have a couple of big shows coming up. Obviously, we are off, we're off next week because it is the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris. Um, do we have the calendar? There it is. Uh, we're off next week as we're celebrating 30 years of Disneyland Paris. We'll be in the park. Uh, we are back on April 21st. We'll celebrate Earth Day the next day in the anniversary of Animal Kingdom with uh, some segments, including the first ever Killam and Jumble Safari on that episode. On 210 on April 28th, we are bringing back Leveled. We're going to level the resort hotels, just like Bob Chapek. We're going <laughs> to level all those. And then... On May 5th, it is a big-themed show for us in honor of Hollywood Studios Appreciation Week. It is the uh, Sci-Fi Live-In special, and it'll be a celebration of all things Sci-Fi dining and Sci-Fi in general uh, at the studios, so make sure you join us for that. Nick, who brings us the show each and every week? From off screen.
1: Tonight is brought to you by The Air, the engineers of your next magical vacation. Sit back and let their team of vacation planning experts craft your family's next magical Disney trip. The best part is their services are free. Visit WDWNT.travel for details. The air, the official travel agency of WDWNT. Why
0: don't you just come over here? You have to read the comments anyway. I'll give you your podium back. Would you like that? Yeah, I'd love it. There we go. Let's do that. Wait, there's no intro yet. Now I can go.
7: Walt Disney presents... <laughs> the Wonderful <Woman. laughs>
1: Something easy for me this week. Uh, we posted a picture on Twitter and <laughs> posed a question. Uh, so this is the, the gray stuff from Be Our Guest. Yeah. On the left was what you used to get. On the right is, I guess, what you get now. Yeah, Yeah. $62. Uh, Sixty- and the, uh, the question we posed to our audience, name a bigger downgrade. And they did could, not disappoint. As you can imagine, <laughs> we have some. So let's start with Amy. Amy says, paid transportation to your resort versus Magical Express. Oh, yep. that was a, certainly a downgrade. Uh, at castaway RJ illuminations to harmonious yep. maybe uh, Molly wrote this one was popular Iger to Jpeg <laughs> the obvious choice yeah yeah uh, T van woart uh, Maelstrom to frozen ever after <sighs> I don't know I don't know uh, at Ophir Gopher, extraterrestrial alien encounter to Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at Mickey Backpack, WDW Nightly Electric Parade to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. you can't argue that. Uh, bottomless Hippopotamus uh, wrote in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, The
0: Sidewalk, and then The Little Mermaid. <laughs> so this is, this is not correct. It was a children's. First it was a meet-and-greet, no, then it was a children's playground, <laughs> and then it was Little Mermaid. That's it was true. never just a sidewalk, That's true. You couldn't walk on the lagoon. Uh, at Lost 181,
1: Horizons to Mission Space. No. Well, people might agree with that. No. Uh, at Natural Lover 6633. You've read this name before. <laughs> I remember this name. Yeah. Uh, Prime- Primeval World to Stroller Parking. <laughs> Are we sure about that one? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I don't like know. the
0: stroller parking area.
1: It's a good place to park a stroller. Uh, at T. Fedley26, uh, happily ever after to enchantment. Uh, at Llama Lorraine, timekeeper these. to laughing floor. Wow. <laughs> That's my favorite cheese. <laughs> the laughing floor? <laughs> 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 you ever that? It's like cow, I think. Uh, at Dean Holtz thirteen, journey into imagination to journey into your imagination. Yeah. Uh, Mountaineer ninety five, fast fast to Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Yep. Uh, by the Dip, wrote in uh, Disney Springs from Pleasure Island. Yeah. At Kim and Fran, Kitchen Cabaret, the food rocks. No, Tom would vehemently no, disagree no. with that.
0: I can sing high fiber right now. I cannot sing anything but veggie fruit fruit from.
1: Tom Did would agree comment. with the next one. At So the Man OG, great movie ride to run away railway.
0: As would any sane human being. Uh,
1: just a few more here. At what
0: mar on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's definitely got, what a maroon. The, <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. What either one of those would have worked to describe this segment, but <laughs> <laughs> Inventions to whatever
1: is happening now. <laughs> I just like whatever is uh, uh, happening now. It's unclear good. what it's going to be, but whatever it is. I, I agree with this next one um, at MLNT Buffalo chicken tots to Mr. Toad burger. I love Mr. Toad, wow. but come on, I could get a burger every other restaurant. I want my tots back.
0: Uh, this one scares me. Yeah, Andy. It, it does make sense you would want the tots. Uh, Andy, my ex wife to my current wife. Boy, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, was, I know, right? People were so hung up on the tacho yeah, okay. that we missed this amazing comment. Right?
1: My ex-wife to my current I, I hope his current wife isn't listening. I don't know. But, wow. Uh, and the last one, uh, 22, unfun22, 22, uh, the gray stuff is disgusting, so I'm okay with that.
0: You still get it. It's just not in a themed cup. Yeah. You still- but you get less of it, so it's less disgustingness. Mm. sure do you like the gray stuff
1: i mean i don't go out of my way for it
0: oh i have a camera i didn't know i was just walking around we're spoiling the game don't show me (laughs) i think it's good spoiling the the game we're going to take a commercial break when we come back we're going to do this crazy thing stick around (sighs) for more tonight all
1: right let's do it
3: a sandwich with two hands? Uh, no. Then why not try out Disney's Handwich? What the hell is that? It's the sandwich you eat with only one hand. Okay, but it looks like dog food. Other sandwiches can be cumbersome and tricky with just one hand. Was that me? Where did you get the footage of me? So we took the best of a sandwich and put it into a small cone you can hold with one hand. Hello, police? Someone's trying to sell me something. Disney's Handwich, the sandwich of the future. Try one, or don't. Yeah, that's 100% dog food. Not bad, though. Come hang out with us. Let's try the
7: food.
1: Howdy, folks! It's time to play Thunder Mesa Legends. Let me tell you a little bit about our story here tonight. Back in 1853, Henry Ravenswood struck gold in the mighty Big Thunder Mountain. Soon, the Thunder Mesa Mining Company was founded. Thousands of people were attracted by the newfound wealth. Thunder Mesa's population was growing at an incredible pace. Our contestants tonight, they work for Thunder Thunder Mesa Mining Company. Their goal is to live, work, and play in Thunder Mesa. And after 30 minutes, or whenever Tom cuts us off, earn more core bucks, gold, and legendary points than their opponent. But beware, Big Thunder Mountain is protected by the Thunderbird God. When someone tries to rob the riches of the mountain, the God flaps its wings, which draws lightning and shakes the earth. There's also the mysterious Ravenwood Manor, where a phantom is reported to haunt anyone who steps foot inside. Now it's time to venture out into Thunder Mesa, have fun, and make a living. Maybe get into a little bit of trouble out there. All right. So we are going to introduce our two contestants. Are they, are they uh, on and ready? All right. We're working on it. These... Uh, newfangled contraptions. Well, I think we have one contestant. Ready, right? What? You, you, oh, you, you all ready? All right. We got them both. Let's end them all. All right. Let's 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 introduce our, our two contestants before we start playing tonight. Uh, so why don't you introduce yourself, your first contestant tonight. Joe, thanks for coming tonight. And what part of the Wild West are you from? The Old Wild West are alright. Let's, let's talk to our second contestant. I introduce yourself. Jeremy. Oh, come on over here. Yeah, okay. Come on over. You want them both on here? Okay, I told them one at a time. That's my fault. That's my fault. Jeremy? Yeah, yeah hi, hi, Jeremy. And, and, and you're, you're coming to us from what part of the Old Wild West? Atlanta. Atlanta. Ooh, that's... This
0: oh, no, he uh, needs a mic. He needs a mic. Hey, I'm the shopkeep. I make a fortune on these people. They keep buying microphones.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. Take this one. (laughs) All right. While we're getting that done, let's take a look at our board game map, and we're going to get our players started. So, Joe, you're going to go first. Would you like to start at the train station or the riverboat? Let's go to the train station. Train station. We're going to start you at the train station. That means, Jeremy, you're going to start down here at the riverboat. Get going. All right. Hi. Look at that. Look at that. We have game spaces. All right. So people watching at home, you'll get a hang of this as we go along, I'm sure. Uh, We have our contestants uh, that are going to take part in this this wonderful town of Thunder Mesa. Joe, so you're going first. Which space would you like to move to uh, to start things off? The shooting gallery. You're going to go up to the shooting gallery. Right away, we're going to get some shooting gallery on. One? All right. Let's do this. Isn't he the
6: blue one? Right? You're already messing up. I'm I already up. messing up. <laughs> i already messing up. I just got to look at your hat. Just got to look at the hat
1: the shooting gallery. All right. Anything we need to know about the shooting gallery? We're, we got this set up. All right. So this is your pistol. So if you get seven shots to knock as many seven those seven yeah seven knock as many of <laughs> those cans down as possible. You just load it up, pull, pull that, and then <laughs> <laughs> failure to launch. Wait a second. So you load it up. What, what did it you Yeah. <laughs> load it up. Right. Oh god! Look at that! Look at that! There you go. All right. So, you get seven <laughs> shots, knock as many of those cans down. Yep, that you're standing right there on that line. You're perfect, good to go. All right, let's see what you can do. Oh, here's your second shot. <laughs> oh, wow, shot oh, number three. Come on. Do they have to get knocked off or just no, no, that's good. I'm counting those. Oh! One more. Okay, all right, let's count up those cans over here. Let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five, six. You got six cans, that's six legendary points you're gonna start off with. I'm guessing I have to, shopkeeper should come over here and set up the
3: cans. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So somehow I gotta keep track of this. Jake, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this.
0: <laughs> you know we're live, right? <laughs> we're okay. It's a very simple game. Let's see. All right, the I got the this. The show is on. <laughs> Look at that.
1: It's not going, Jake. <laughs> Nothing's happening. My what? six six player one gets six legendary points yeah my button thing's not working all right that was the turn number one <laughs> Jeremy it is your turn to, to move on the board where would you like to go to can I go to the shooting gallery too you can Yeah! yeah. yeah do some shooting, or do you want to try robbing your, uh, uh, the, 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 your townsman over here? Okay, I'll shoot. You just shoot. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Let's go over to the shooting gallery. Good job, Shopkeep. All right. Same thing. Yeah. You can, yeah. We don't know what to do with those things. Here you go. <laughs> we didn't plan that out. All right. We should give you guys assistance. Out in the Wild West, you guys need like uh, what do they call? I don't know, there's a name for him probably. There you go, you get seven shots. Go probably
7: for it. Probably
0: best we don't go down that path. <laughs> One. Right off the green. Two. Yeah, let's shoot a little high. We call it the noisy cricket.
1: It's okay,
0: you got this though. The craziest thing, the gunshot noise, <laughs> went before the
2: bullet. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, another one.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a little, premature.
1: a little premature. All right, your last shot.
0: Oh. We only live till 30 at this time. All right. (laughs) No rush.
1: All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, So no points to be awarded on that one. All right. It is your turn again, and you do get two poker cards at the start of this turn. There you go. Um, Where would you like to move to next? Let's go to the theater. Let's go to the theater. Blue, blue, yep, I know. I've Got to get under there. <laughs> we're going to the theater, so and you were supposed to start with some core bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yep, yep, we got it.
0: Open up your satchel.
1: I can, I can. I think I got this, Jake. They're
0: they're in the oh. bag.
1: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Look at that. All right, so you have fifteen core bucks. So you could choose to spend could some buy a there house at House with that
0: this time, <laughs> affordable house.
1: <laughs> you could pay. You could pay ten core bucks to see a show and get five legendary points. Would you like to do that? Yeah. All right. Cool. We're gonna take away the ten core bucks and we're gonna add legendary point there. Five legendary points. Look at we'll that. So you have 11 legendary points to go for it. Nice job so far, nice job, all right. So you saw a show, hopefully you enjoyed it. <laughs> all right, you're up. Where do you wanna go? I gotta give you two poker cards, here you go. And they're gonna give you $5. They gotta remember all this, this is crazy. I don't know how they remember all this. Can't remember their names. Remember when I asked earlier in the week,
0: perhaps the game is a wee bit complicated? You did, it, and then you looked remember at it that, and told yeah. me to change it, I did I've had a lot of whiskey since then, but I remember. You had a lot of
1: whiskey tonight, you told me this was a good idea, too. That's
0: fair. Which word would you like me to go? Very, we call it
1: wake-up juice. The bandit camp. You're gonna go fight a bandit. All right. shoot. So, <laughs> all right. We're gonna have you come over here to the Bandit Camp. Go uh, face uh, Bandit oh Pete my over there. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need your poker cards? <laughs> yep. Go ahead in there. Go, go. Go. Keep walking. Keep walking.
0: There you go. Well, Hello. <laughs> bandit Pete, go to the left. <laughs>
2: oh. Well,
0: hello. <laughs> I see you are a
8: battle. <laughs> you came to the right place. You got a new poker cards?
0: Alright. Choose wisely. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <lose you. laughs>
2: no. What foundation? Are
8: you ready? On three. <laughs> One, <two. laughs>
3: Three! Holy smokes! We got a tie! Alright!
1: Play, player wins! wins,
3: wins you, they gotcha! The so what is <laughs> it? You
1: card? No! Player won. Player wins! The player wins! Yeah! What carnation is going on? Alright!
2: Here!
8: You earned some loot, but i am coming back for you! Hold on, these gloves make it really hard to peel money off!
1: Here's some coal bucks. Now scram! Get out of here! Uh, all right. So you get a legendary point. That's, I think that's the wrong player. I got this. All right. This is about how long math took. <laughs> it does. All right. I think we're right there. Nice job beating that bandit. Good job. All right. All right, you're up now. I'm going to give you a couple of poker cards.
6: i got to go down to five,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. You choose which ones you want to get rid of. So we'll give you your five core bucks here to start this turn. All right. Those in the discard pile. And where are we moving to next?
9: I'm going to go down to C7.
1: All right. here. All right. Nothing happening there right now. You're up. Uh, the theater. The theater. All right. Going to see a show, spend some money. you going to spend the 10 core bucks and get the five legendary points. All right. So we're going to give you your five core bucks for that turn. We're going to take the 10 core bucks for that. Yep. And we're going to give you your five legendary points. So you have six legendary points right now. All right. You Very enjoy a
0: fine Western show like the Lion. I didn't King. give you your poker cards, did I?
1: Remember to ask for your poker cards if Nick forgets. Nick doesn't forget much, but sometimes he does. <laughs> you gotta discard a couple? All right. All right. All right, going back to player one, we'll give you your five four, two, it's a, couple, a couple cards here. Where are you headed now? Thank you. Where's the steamboat do again? Steamboat. Bridge over here, right? steamboat is where you could... Uh, where you could <laughs> You can drop off some gold to earn some points. And and you can take a trip to the other side of the river if you want to. Go
9: over to the boathouse.
1: Go over to the boathouse. All right. So you don't have any gold yet to drop off. Mm -hmm. But you can take a ride for five core bucks and get across the river. No, Molly Brown. No, just stay right there. (laughs) All right. Just visiting the Molly Brown. All right. You're up. See, I got this down after a couple turns here. There we go. All right, where are we moving to next? No problem. There you go, yep, right there. All right, where do you wanna go on the game board? Go C7. C7, all right, so right down here. All right, not much going on there on the banks of the river. Oh Oh, no! it, it's the sheriff. She's come to arrest you. Go go face the sheriff. I'm sorry. You're going to have to go face the sheriff. Now, uh.
4: now, I saw you robbing the bandit over there. He's a bandit. That's still his territory. That ain't fair to say. He's got his turf, and I've got mine. You know, the best way to double up your money is to fold it put it back in your pocket. You shouldn't be taking other people's money. So here we've got some rules in the Wild West, and they're as crazy as everybody else has. In fact, I got my own set of cards somewhere. <laughs> so,
1: so, Jeremy, you could choose to go quietly to jail and, and, and lose five core bucks, or you could try fighting the sheriff. It, well, if you fight the sheriff, you win, and you don't go to jail. But if you lose, you lose ten core bucks. You lose double the amount of core bucks.
4: I'll fight the sheriff. You'll fight the sheriff! Let's
3: make
1: it fun. All right. Oh, good. <laughs>
4: I've, I've been hankering
1: oh, for a good cherry. card draw. Love a good duel. That's right. High card
4: wins. All right. Here we go. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Oh! We got
1: here. Oh, yeah, I oh another tie tie. goes... Player. Good job! Oh! Alright! Get that all out of here this time! He's coming out by the skin <laughs> of his feet. So you beat the sheriff. That does earn you a legendary point for beating the sheriff. Good job. Good job. Alright. You know, I just realized I could totally make up the rules as I go along because <laughs> no one has any idea. I could. Just... <laughs> that was just carefully planned. Alright. Nice job beating the sheriff there. Love to see that. All right. Here's your two cards. We're going to give you some money here. And now it's time to pick where you're going. Let's go to the bandit camp. Uh Uh-oh. Going to fight a bandit. Over here. All right. Head on over to the bandit camp. You know where it is. (laughs)
7: He's, the bandit's not home right now. <laughs> Please
0: leave your name. What in are the you mess- doing here? <laughs>
7: Shooting you. Oh, you
2: came to the wrong
8: place. You got them both cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, choose wisely. <laughs> On the count of three. <laughs> One,
1: two, three. My oh, God! <laughs> Again? <laughs> God, darn it! <laughs> well, here, get yourself some loot and get out
0: of here. Scram, don't be coming back. All right. (laughs) Scram, don't be coming back is also what I will say to Nick at the end of tonight's show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, you're up again. This game brought to you by the same creative team as Disney Kite Tales. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I think we're having some mighty fine fun over here, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where would you like to move to?
3: Go riverboat.
1: Riverboat, all right. You gonna take a trip on the boat or you just head to space right now? Uh, Five, three. four bucks to get you across the river.
3: No. No, so all right. Can I change for, oh no? I'm you don't have any gold,
1: go. you gotta drop off gold there. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No one has any gold yet. No one's tried to mine in Big Thunder Mountain. Right over here. That wasn't in the rules. That was, that was definitely in the rules. That was page six. You didn't get to it.
3: It's not marked.
1: Oh, it's not marked. Okay, I'm sorry. This is Big Thunder Mountain.
3: No, I mean like the mining.
1: It's just so different in Paris. It was, I could not recognize it. If you go it. here, you can mine for gold and you can rob the mine, okay? Sorry about that. S- slipped my mind. But anyway, all right, great. So you're saying that you don't want to cross the river then. All right, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right, you're up. I'll give you some money. I'm gonna go play some poker. Oh, playing some poker. Let's get the poker <laughs> dealer over here. Oh no. going move you to the oh, no. poker spot there. <laughs> Go ahead, saddle up the table. What the fuck? <laughs> trying to figure out
8: what the hell's going on here. I'm the wrong fella. Dealer, do you have your cards? Bonjour, monsieur.
0: Uh-oh. We... My cards. We got we we'll got just late card. cards. Please. Sir, you have bigger problems than the cards, your head is missing. <laughs> That's the thing about green visors. Stop. We forgot. They're <laughs> green. <Dick> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's Tom's fault. Tom, Tom bought the green visor. <laughs> All right.
1: Go ahead and up there. You got to put down two of your cards to make a hand. You make yourself a hand. I'm going to make myself a hand. You got
2: You're
1: going to have trouble beating
8: me. We got a a, a a rain, a duh, and a sip. <laughs> We're in old West France. <laughs> uh, you first, Mister.
6: I put him down. Or face yep, yeah, you put him down. Your,
8: put your
1: hand down.
6: I
8: think he's got an ante. There's money
1: involved somehow. Sure. Uh, yeah.
6: There's money. Involved. <laughs>
8: you got a pair of reins, uh, but I got a pair of bullets. Oh. Cheater.
7: You dirty, no good
1: Not
2: son
1: get <laughs> That's okay, you only lost five core bucks for playing oh. poker and
3: losing. Thank you, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
1: All right, you're up. Losing poker chips. All right, where are we moving to next here in Thunder Mesa?
9: C7. C7,
1: back over here. Maybe heading towards that mountain they forgot about and I didn't tell them about. All right, very good. All right, your turn.
9: Let's go back over to the riverboat. D8. Nope, nope, nope.
1: Oh, yep, that's all right. My bad. There we go. We got it. Back at the boat you want to cross, or are you staying here? Staying here. Staying here. All right. Here we go. All right. Where are we headed? To the mine. To the mine. We're going to mine for some gold. I'm going to give you your (laughs) pickaxe. There you go. Let's head over to the mine. I'll come with you. Find your mine and dice.
7: <laughs>
0: Went right past it. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Come over here. Take the mine and dice. You're gonna roll the mine and dice and see how much gold you get out of the mountain. Oh, look at that! You get one piece of gold and you get ten core bucks. Nice job. All right. Very <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh we came to the wrong neck of the mountain! No! You gotta be <laughs> Oh no! You gotta fight off the bandit!
3: Choose wisely! You ready? Just use
7: the axe! One, two, three! What? Uh, uh. Oh. No! <laughs> Dang! I never win these
8: things!
0: Why do I keep robbing people? (laughs) Anyway, gotta go!
1: (laughs) Oh, my. All right. Well, yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, All right. I don't know what just happened there. You beat the the bandit, but you lost some money, but I'll, I'll give you some. We'll do that. And that, I think, something like that. And we'll give you some gold. Very good. All right. Player one, back to you. Here you go. Give you some some money as well. Let's go we? back up to the
9: shoeing gallery so it's like I can actually hit something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: good place to go. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the shooting gallery. All right. I'll set you up over here. Hopefully we have some, uh, some bullets. Here's your pistol. Let me pick up some of these shell casings. All right. Here you go. Take your seven shots. He was really good at this last time. Oh. It was getting a little rusty. <laughs> oh, we'll let yeah, that was over again. Yeah, that was a that was a misfire.
9: Oh. You did something. Broke okay. it. Yeah, right? They set it up.
7: Oh.
1: <laughs> Alright, one more and cock it. <laughs> oh, that just wasn't fun. I'm going to give you one more. That was, that was, that was a, that was a dud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do not have another gun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I push it all the way in. What's
5: going on? <laughs>
1: You just made some work for the shopkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, went to the shooting gallery. Not much happened there. We're gonna go back to player two. <laughs> work sign for me. Oh man. All right. Very good. Where are we headed now?
0: Shop? Do I have to buy anything? You don't have to. Oh, no. you're good. I'll clean up the cans. <laughs> we have a hundred <laughs> bullets.
1: <by laughs> it's five. You no one saw that. Oh no! Did he quit? Jake. I win. Jake. <laughs> no. Oh no! What'd you break? It's Th- a play piece. It's okay. Oh, okay. You don't want to do anything there, though. All right, you're up. Here's some uh, guards.
6: let the bandit station.
1: The bandit A-9. station? You're gonna fight some more bandits? Man, everybody likes fighting the bandits. All right. <laughs> you know what to do.
2: <laughs> Surprise! <laughs>
3: Cacti got
1: one right on my backside
0: before. Okay, choose wisely. One, two, three. Woohoo!
3: Oh, yeah, no. that's right. See you later, alligator. Not a
2: knee part. Ah, you got any loot? i think one. What? What? <laughs> I'ma <gonna> get you. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: This here is the dumbest show.
1: <laughs> you say that every time we do something stupid.
0: And it's never incorrect. <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness. All right, you're up.
3: Where oh. headed? Can I go to the riverboat? You can.
1: You want to drop off your gold? Yes. All right. I don't know if we can get some more tape. (laughs) All right, so we're going to drop off your gold, and you're going to get five legendary points for that. Very good. So let's take a look at the the score right now. Um, So you have uh, 70 core bucks and 12 legendary points. You have 30 quarter bucks in 12. No, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, this will be $5. Look at that. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on my tab.
0: Your tab is growing, sir. Where does this go? Right there.
1: This is going great. This is exactly as we planned. Sorry, he's just mad because no one's going to the shop to buy anything. <laughs> All right. So I just... also
0: do not have the things from
1: my shop, so I don't know
0: what I'm going to sell.
1: So, all right, you're going to stay right there. Did you want to travel across the river, too? No, you want to stay right there? All right. Here you go. Give me some of these. Let's go to that dear old shooting range. Going back to the shooting gallery. All right, you can do that. Let's give it a try, and I think we, we fixed the gun. It was never broken. Oh, it was never broken. That's... <laughs> That's what the shopkeeper always says.
0: You're out of warranty anyway. All right, here you go. Here you go.
4: Come on.
8: (laughs) Push it in.
1: Put it all the way in. No, there you go. (laughs)
9: Nick has to be the one to tell me to put it all the way in.
0: It, it works better he that way. He does have years of experience over <laughs> over his partners usually, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That hit a can. I think we should count that one. It, it counts, yeah. One more.
1: All right, let's see how many points you got here. One, two, three, four, five cans. That's five le- legendary points. Nice job. All right, so you're up to 17. All right, you're up. Where would you like to go?
0: He will never know. <laughs> what did I do? Nothing. I That's the a problem. Shop. <laughs> it's fine. It, we're good. Keep going. The Where shop. Would you like to go to? The shop? Yeah. Would you like to go shop? Oh, the I shop. <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah. right. We're, we're. All right. So let's get, let's shopkeeper get set up. He wasn't ready.
0: <laughs> I don't have my merchandise, by the way. Is it over here? Oh, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, go over, go you know, hand over there, knocking the door, see if the, if the shopkeeper comes out.
0: Hold on, I'm indecent. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Oh, I ran it over. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> I have cards instead of actual things Like in the real West
1: Jake go ahead and put up the There you go So you can take a look at the screen up there oh. So you can uh, buy different things You get a horse that lets you move extra spaces mm-hmm. A rifle and your poker cards Are worth one extra point I uh, get extra gold You get unlimited rides on the, on the Ferry boat and train
0: Or you can get an extra poker card Each turn I also, I also have this plush bear, but it doesn't work here in France because animatronics are expensive. So we will not be selling this bear. (laughs) Boy,
3: I like to buy a rifle.
0: You like to buy Buy a rifle? Buy a rifle. This car that looks like a rifle will be forty dollars.
1: How much is it? It's, uh, the the rifle is $10. Oh, it's on sale! (laughs) We're having a big sale, $10. So, all your poker cards are... Yeah, you can take that. All your poker cards are worth one extra point.
0: I received no money. What is happening? You you did receive no money.
1: Okay. We have this new digital system that sends it to you. Oh, here we go.
0: Thank you, sir. (laughs) God. Always can afford one more bowl of beans. <laughs> That's mm. enough. <laughs> All right.
1: We
2: go. All right, where are we going now?
1: Let's go up in the mountains. Oh, fine. Yeah. Those things right. there. Gonna do some mining. So you're gonna mine the the yep. or rob the mine. I'm gonna mine the mine. You're gonna mine the mine. All right. Head to work. Let's go. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh hello. <laughs>
8: You didn't know I wanted up until the mountains now, did you?
3: You got any
1: poker cards?
3: Yeah, let's go. Choose wisely. One, dose, three. Point oh. again. Woohoo! Give me the loot.
2: I'll take it. Oh my god.
1: Uh. All right. Wow. Sorry, the bandit got you there. So, what did I mine? You, you, well, you, could, you, could, you, you left the mine, but you can still go mine the mine. You want to still mine the mine? Here, oh, come on. We old. should go mine the mine. Go roll, roll, let's roll the dice, see how much, how much gold you get. You, you ran away from the bandit. It's I, scary. Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you need the pickaxe if you're going to roll the dice. Yeah, of course. All right. So, you get 10 core bucks and some uh, piece of gold. Nice job. All right. All right, good, we'll just give you your gold there. And you got some core bucks. All right, very good. All right, let's see, uh, your turn. And we'll give you five core bucks, there you go. All right, what are you gonna do next here in Thunder Mesa? I'll go to the mine. Going to the mine. All right, it's risky now over there. Now, are you going to rob the mine or are you going to mine the mine? Mine the mine. Mine the mine. All right, let's head over We left the pickaxe in the mine. All right. There you go. Here's your pickaxe. Here's your mine and dice, just like in the real mines. Good uh, roll these and see how much gold we get. Oh, a piece of gold and some quarter bucks. Good job. You came away nicely there. All right, we're going to add to your total. I'll take, I'll take that. Why not? All right. Need some more cards. Um, somebody could shuffle me some red cards over there. That would be fantastic. Sheriff has them. All right. Very good. going to give you a couple cards to choose from here. All right, where are we going next? Can you ford the river? What's that? Can you ford the river to go across? You have to go uh, on the riverboat.
9: All right, let's go C7. All
1: right. C7? Actually,
0: a box truck. What? <laughs> no. Huh. We put a raft under it. <laughs>
1: All right. So, there, what? partner. Uh-oh. Oh, you, the sheriff wants to see you. Go.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just a little sheriff.
4: <laughs>
9: I didn't know I was fighting Stinky Pete. <laughs>
4: that's, that's one of my name. Sorry about that. Just let her rip before you came in. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting you so soon. Now, I saw you robbing the bandit. I saw you shooting tin cans for no reason. <laughs> not even very well half the time, not in my town. <laughs> so we're gonna draw, a partner, to see if you're staying with me or not.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
4: On three. One. Two. Three!
1: oh Go Going to jail.
4: That's right. Listen, just because you see trouble doesn't mean you have to pull up a seat next to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, no. yours. You lose a turn. We're going to take away some money. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>
2: <laughs> program.
0: Oh, boy. Look at that. You don't actually go to jail. You just, you become a poster. Uh, there you go. Like
1: All right. Time. Here you go. You no. you give me some four oh, bucks. Boy. You're racking up those score bucks there. All right. Where do you want to move to? B7.
3: B7. All right.
1: right Not much going on there right now. Um, you get a second turn because you're still in jail for one more turn. Do yeah, that. All right, where would you like to go now? To the theater. To the theater, all right. Let me see a show. By the way, I got to move you down to jail. So you did cross the river just like you wanted. (laughs) That was my plan all along. (laughs) Uh, You want to go see a show? Yes. All right, so you can pay me 10 core bucks to see a show. And yeah, thank you. I'm glad you went through the motions. Uh, (laughs) And we'll give you five legendary points there. Very good.
2: Uh, you're God. awfully nervous there, partner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right That's there. Uh-oh. He's just seeing the show, Cheryl. Nothing, it's nothing, the Lion King's
3: in town. Nothing,
1: nothing <laughs> nefarious going on here. All right, so now you're starting off in the jail. Uh, you can take that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that side. There you go. All right, here's your two cards. I'll give you your five core bucks. All right. Where would you like to head? I mean, not much direction. I guess Corporate you're going E4. that way. Yeah. So you're going down over there. And that. All right. You're up. C7. C7. All right. We'll move you down.
3: Seven. Yeah, seven.
1: <laughs> well, hey, there, oh, not <laughs> Go see the sheriff. Oh, I, I got to get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're
4: forced perspective jail. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, you know, some cowboys just have too much tumbleweed in their britches to be settling down, and you seem to be one of them. Out there causing trouble. Seeing movie pictures and all. No, it's a show, a stage show. It's even worse.
3: <laughs> Wasn't even rated R.
4: Oh my goodness, live people on stage, I'll be having nothing of in my town.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> so
4: here we go, Cheryl partner. Sheriff We prefer the French term, chapec. Chapec. On three, partner, here we go. Ready, one, two, three, draw.
1: Who, who won here? Who won he's, here? she's He's
4: walking this oh, time. Oh, he does
1: have an extra. Yep, he wins. He right wins. there. Good job. Yeah. Right, right. Go ahead that. and take
4: your. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He had an old paper Next fast time. pass. It looked like. <laughs> <laughs> that wins. Um. <laughs> Bandit,
1: what are you what? doing here? <laughs> Just get both <Mawzi laughs> alone. <laughs> We're good. You beat the sheriff off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get out of jail.
0: (laughs) I thought you hated theater.
4: I didn't know it was interactive.
7: For $6,000 for two days of (laughs) battle.
1: Oh, Uh. anyway, there you go, oh boy, Tom's really not going to let me ever do this again. (laughs) This is the final turn, final turn. Final turn, some poker or or fight a bandit. Since the bandit's drunk, let's go after him. Yeah, let's go after him. Let's see what the bandit has going on,
0: oh boy. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna beat this horse. Oh <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: huzzah!
1: So you wanna come mess with the bandit, do you? Sorry,
0: got a little bit of whiskey back there. All right. Choose wisely. <laughs> One, <laughs> nose,
3: tree. No! <laughs> oh, dang. What the
4: carnation! Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap
0: right here. That's Unbelievable, a <laughs> there's a table in the desert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, final turn. What do you want to do on your last turn?
3: I'll go shooting. Just Go shooting, gallery. All right. Why
0: I never reset the cams. <laughs> uh, uh-oh.
1: You said you would do this. I have people not for
8: these things. It's all right,
1: shopkeep. I'll get the gun ready.
0: Pineapple, they had pineapples in the old way Pineapple
1: slices I'm not sure they had 10 too, alphabet, alphabet soup
0: <laughs> No detail left, left unturned on this program There you go Right.
1: Wait for me to move. <laughs> Watch out, yeah. I was getting, yeah, just to get that out of the way, just in case. All right, go for it. Oh. Right, shot number three. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Look at these skills. He... Oh, right. Two <laughs> more.
0: All right, he's figured this out. Too high <laughs> Like Marty McFly shooting potions. Oh,
1: that might be a new record. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Cans! what a sharp shooter right there. Wow. All right, we're gonna... Yeah, five, six, seven, eight. All right. So let's check out these final scores here. All right, Joe, you ended up with 65 core bucks, one gold nugget, and 18 legendary points. Jeremy, you ended up with 90 core bucks, one gold nugget, and 26 legendary points. Jeremy, you are the king of Thunder Mesa. <laughs> All right. Joe, Jeremy, thanks for playing. Sheriff, Bandit, Dealer, Shopkeeper. Oh, yeah, we'll take those. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The one you, now, yes, you please, we need we'll definitely
0: play this again. Oh boy, there was some idiot in town. I sold him this green blanket. I told him it was a cloak of invisibility. What a, what a maroon. You should remember that phrase. What a maroon. I'm gonna get rid of that. But we going to we have one of them fancy interviews. We do. We have an, another fantastic interview here with a good, good gentleman by the name of Jim. we <laughs> laughing at? The you're, beard. You're, you're. I'm also wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> it's not a very good illusion we've created. Oh, boy. We have an interview with our good friend, Imagineer Jim Shaw. Enjoy. All right, I'm now here with former Imagineer Jim Scholl. You may remember from our Golden Jamboree event, we talked about uh, many of the projects he worked on at Walt Disney World, but now we're gonna focus, obviously with the 30th anniversary, on Euro Disneyland,
9: Disneyland Paris. Jim, how are you? Hey, Tom, I'm great. Thank you for asking me on the program. It's great to be back.
0: Thank you for coming back, we appreciate it. So, uh, you have a really interesting story as to how you got involved with Disneyland Paris in the first place, and so I just wanna, I wanna hear this amazing tale.
9: Well, you know, there's always a lot of serendipity at WDI. And, you know, my story is I was actually not working on Euro Disneyland. I was way over there on the other side of the country, other side of the world, in fact, working on Disneyland in Anaheim. And I was working on Mickey's Toontown. Now, as you know, Mickey's Toontown had a junior coaster called Gadget Go Coaster. And guess so? It just so happens that that coaster was being built over in Europe at Vacoma, mm. which is in Flowdrop. Well, I had to go back and forth, uh, and back in those days, you know, back in the dawn of time with the dinosaurs, 30 years ago, before the internet, before computers, before high speed rail, before everything, basically as an Imagineer, they handed you a ticket because they were back in in those days, there was a little room down in 1401 where they'd actually issue you an airline ticket. So I'd take my ticket and I head for the airport and I get on the plane and I go over to Europe for a couple of weeks. Mm. And then I get a phone call from my manager, functional manager in Glendale saying, it just so happens we found out that you're in Europe for a while. And we just so happen to have this little thing that's about to open, but could use some help because it's all hands on deck. And that thing of course was Euro Disneyland. Little little thing. So I'm new at the company, relatively speaking. And I am I want to make a good impression, so I say what anyone says, yes, of course. Mm. And I ended up there f- then for weeks over in Mondaville, basically doing whatever they told me to do. There was one project I did where, and I mean, when we say anything, I mean anything, for example... I went and one morning they said, you know, the walls outside of the parts of the Caribbean, all those exterior key walls, yeah. they need some paint. And so, remember, this is in the fall, winter, still cold, and so we had plastic over the walls. We had heaters, space heaters to blow hot gas to warm us up, mostly mm-hmm. to keep the paints warm, because they figured, oh, Imagineers can put on more clothes, paints don't like the cold, so... keep the paints warm. And so I painted the, the walls. I mean, you can see right here in this photograph, some of that work that I did with some others. And as an art director, I was in charge of both doing the work and then being in charge of, oh, anyone they'd get the local hires from Germany, Netherlands, French, of course, Italians, and painted walls. And then also in this other photograph, the other thing, among other things I did was I became a gardener. So if you look around today, all around the tree house at Swiss Radley on Adventure Isle, there's a lot of old growth plant material. Well, before there was old growth plants, there was a lot of old dirt and that all needed to be planted. So again, I showed up one day and I said, okay, I'm done with the wall painting. What do you have for me now? And they said, well, today you're a gardener. So here's your shovel, Jim, and there's some guys who <laughs> really could like your help on you go plant something and then point at that and they'll copy you. Because again, remember I'm from California. Mm-hmm. My Dutch is, I don't have, I can't speak Dutch. Yeah. Italian. I can barely speak English as an American. So I'm working by mime mostly. Mm-hmm. And I planted all around Swiss family. So those are just two of the examples of the examples of all hands it on deck. And I had two hands, so I was on deck.
0: Yeah, do you remember around what time you were there working on all this stuff?
9: Well, we opened, well, it was about a year before opening, starting a year before opening,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
9: because that was concurrent with every time I'd go over to work on the GO Coaster uh, at Vacoma. And remember uh, Flow Drop, well, driving from Flow Drop to the side of Mondalee I could make it in about four hours, so I had no excuse, and so I ended up going down there, and it's basically about a year. Anytime I was there, I'd be on my way as a side trip going to Mondavali. but the nice thing is, of course, you could fly home from De Gaulle, so I saved myself one one flight connection. There you go
0: see the positive in the situation. I mean, but also, I in, in retrospect, it's got to be pretty cool. Like, a, a, a not, there have been that many... It's only been 12 Disney parks ever built, right? And to be there on the ground while they're building, at that point, the most ambitious one, that's got to be pretty interesting.
9: Yeah, it was. And it was really... It was unique. I mean, it was a great opportunity both to learn and to experience a growth. I, coming to Disney... I never thought during my career there that I would see us going from four parks to 12 parks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a point where during the end of the Disney decade within, I think it was about four years, there were four parks that had opened. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course there was Tokyo Disney sea among them animal kingdom DCA in California and the second gate in, in Paris. Yeah.
0: So while you were painting walls and, and, planting flowers and all of those things, you would actually get to work on several attractions for Euro Disneyland or Disneyland Paris. How did that come about?
9: Well, you know, again, go back to that old rule of serendipity, um, I finally did finish Mickey's Toontown. It's Mm -hmm. finally open. And when you're working on a project, that really becomes a thing you're thinking and working and focused on. So you know, to paraphrase, I finish on a Friday and I come into the office on a Monday not knowing what I'm going to do
2: mm-hmm.
9: and um, not really worried. But by the time I got my coffee and sat at my desk, I got a, a knock on the door and Tony Baxter, a name familiar to us all, yeah. you know, found out, hey, you're since you're available, would you be we're going to get a l- little group of people together. Uh, and since you've been in Europe now, you know a little bit about Euro Disneyland, and so we're going to brainstorm things. Because originally, the plan was that Euro Disneyland would expand the way a lot of parks do. It expands on a planned basis. Mm-hmm. So you know, as it's, it's been known and known forever now, there were going to there was going to be a Mermaid Ride and mm-hmm. a Beauty and the Beast show, and that was the plan. And you know, there's artwork out. Yeah. There's announcements out. It's common knowledge, public knowledge. But that wasn't the plan that was implemented. So Tony explained to us in the room, hey, there's going to be the Additional Capacity Program, or ACP for short. And it basically was, given the success of Euro Disneyland, or not so much on the financial side, but on the definitely on the guest satisfaction side, mm-hmm. they needed more ride shows and attractions for guests to do. And so the strategy was to deliver the additional capacity program. And that was gonna consist of 10 new ride shows and attractions, Mm. 11 if you add in Space Mountain, which was then of course, Discovery Mountain. Um, And of those, I worked on five of them. One did not get built because it sacrificed its life for another project on the list of ACP that we can talk about later. But I did those and started them in Glendale. Mm. Uh, showed the ideas to Tony and management, Marty Scalar, and you know basically ran up and down the hallways with my hair on fire, trying to show people how wonderful these would be if they only gave me some money. Mm. And you know they, they said actually like they always do surprisingly they say yeah it, we we could see you do this. And so I found myself you know as the creative director for. Uh, new projects at additional capacity program and I started them in Glendale and eventually followed them over into Paris uh, over to Birmingham England where I lived for a while uh le where I returned to live uh, yeah, went and then spent a lot of time with ride and show vendors to deliver all of uh, my responsible projects
0: so um you have to, so it's, it's such a weird thing because again, people hear like there was financial trouble right from the beginning, but at the same point, they're like, people need more stuff to do in the park. So I imagine when you're coming up with these ideas, was there a constraint of they, I I assume the budget was not as robust as some of the opening day stuff. These are, are these intended to be smaller things in general, just things that utilize infrastructure that exists or?
9: You know, I can only speak from my experience and that was not the first project I worked on. I worked on a number of projects after this. Mm-hmm. So I look at my over three decades plus uh, experience, and I'd say, no, actually, ACP was well-funded. Well um, I mean, Tony leading the team uh, really had a strategy about it. So certain projects got more money. Mm-hmm. Certain projects got less money. Certain projects became projects because they required less capital. I mean, for example, the old Chaparral Theater in Frontierland. You know, I remember Dave Burkhart uh, walking by his office over in Chastain, uh, where the Disneyland Paris or Euro Disneyland team was founded and Mm. where they were located and headquartered. And I saw him there at his drawing table. And, I mean, this guy is a show producer, you know, and he's drawing something. I went and said, hey, Dave. What are you doing? He said, I'm drawing a theater. Okay, fantastic. The idea being a theater where WDI is not responsible for you know doing supplying the entertainment yeah. is gonna cost a whole lot less than Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril or mm-hmm. the 20K Nautilus. But it also they both will provide capacity and things for people to do. So strategically, it's taking the money that you had, we had, and then strategically and wisely applying it over all of these projects. So at the end of the day, you did two things. You delivered fantastic content, uh, you meant schedule, and then you stayed on budget. You wanted to do that perfect trifecta of those three items. Mm-hmm. Parts of ACP which leveraged existing facilities,
2: mm-hmm.
9: and there are parts that were new facilities and we'll get to those in a moment but the next one which leveraged an existing facility was the old mill Ferris wheel in Fantasyland and you can see in these images where there's this beautiful old mill taken out of or inspired by the silly symphony short the old mill which was i think the first movie that used the rotoscope camera to do that beautiful press through the the multiplane and they built yeah. it no. yeah the multiplane thank you um but they did that and it was just really extraordinary um and it had a little cafe little food service underneath and it was a quiet air and there was just some seating behind it but again think acp's charter was new ride shows and attractions done quickly and so now this was my project my first one on this list um, and so we had this building and i thought oh this is interesting what can we do And going into the archives, you know, you'll find some old pencil sketches of a proposed old mill ride, Ferris wheel, for the original Disneyland in Anaheim. Mm. And, you know, they always say, well, nothing dies at Imagineering. And, you know, it just waits its time. And so here, it waited its time, and I pulled that out and pitched it, and guess what? They said yes to it. And so suddenly, I'm off to the races developing and designing the, our first family junior Ferris wheel. And it's set in a former uh, cafe area, dining area. We purchased the ride from Zare, which is a European company. I spent a lot of time with them. Uh, A little bit painful because the tree trunk that supports the, what appears to be stone, which appears to be connected to the screw, which appears to be powered by the, windmill which in turn powers the ferris wheel buckets which in turn appear to be drawing water from the stream that we were going to build all of these things had to be linked together but remember as i just said except none of that was there except the food service and the old mill on opening day Mm -hmm. so i was had two things i had an old mill i had a need for capacity ride capacity and i had this old six, I guess, 45 year old drawing from the archive. Mm -hmm. And it was a sketch and I thought, okay, I can take one, two and three and make 10 out of it. So worked with Zaire, who's a ride manufacturer, um, worked with area development and started developing this ride. And again, this is a good example of not a lot of capacity, but it met the criteria of some capacity that thematically was tied into what was there previously on opening day. Mm -hmm. It thematically fit into Fantasyland. And also I intentionally put the Ferris wheel part as far on the other side of the Ferris wheel as possible because, you know, the last thing I want to do is have a standard amusement park ride in a park, especially a Disney Park, especially it's one as beautiful as Disneyland Paris. There had not been a Ferris
0: wheel yet. This was the first one.
9: This was the first one. Yeah, and then eventually they did one for It's not there today, and we'll get to that in a moment. But um, so I I did that, and it also started to do something else because it was part of a bigger project, which was the Storybook Land project. Mm -hmm. And you can see in this image, um, after we opened the Ferris wheel and it's in operation, you can see people here queuing. And there's a big old green wall next to the railroad track. And beyond it is this mountain of dirt um, and the beginning of the berm that masked the side of It's a Small World. And in on that mountain of dirt soon would be rising the storybook Land canals, boats, and Casey Jr. So suddenly it is not one ride. It's actually three rides to make a pretty substantial... Uh, expansion of Fantasyland mm-hmm. there in Europe But fa- but um, the old mill came first And uh, as I said, it was successful Actually, there's I'll ca- put a caveat I think it was a little bit too successful Because, hey, Ferris wheels appeal to who? It appeals to young children mm-hmm. Because they get to go up high It's not very threatening There's a history in Europe of Ferris wheels And observation towers So it's immediately appealing to all of those. But the problem is it didn't have enough capacity. So suddenly you have a ride which isn't intended to have a lot of capacity. And guess what? It delivers on the promise. It doesn't have a lot of capacity, which in turn means it becomes a dissatisfier to the park. So, Mm. you know, somebody waits an hour and they have their short ride. Doesn't matter how good the ride is. All they remember is I had a great time, but man, you made me wait too long. So yeah. suddenly became a dissatisfier, and they started shutting it down uh, during low season. Mm-hmm. And then they defaulted to putting holiday packages in it during the holiday season and then running it. And then finally they you know, ran up the white flag and took the Ferris wheel down. And I think right now the screw is there, the tree trunk is there, the stone yeah. is there, but the actual buckets and the arms are gone.
0: Yeah. It is one of those, there are so few, like, short-lived rides in the history of Disney parks that this is one of those legendary ones that people bring up because it, it didn't last that long. And it's just such a wild thing because I think it, it was a Ferris wheel. People were like, there was a Ferris wheel in a Magic Kingdom style park? And I think it's, yeah. it's wild to people.
9: Well, and the hard thing on that was, I love the idea... And I hated the idea of of having the responsibility because the worst thing to do is, you know, when you say Ferris wheel, you might as well be saying Kearney Park. Mm -hmm. So how do you take a Ferris wheel and then bring it into one of our Disney parks at that level of quality? Well, there's precedent for that because, you know, at the heart and soul, the first Runaway Mine coaster train ride was done by Arrow and appeared period in Six Flags Over Texas. Mm-hmm. Essentially, heart and soul of Thunder Mountain is a yeah. runaway mine train. But I would challenge you to to look at Six Flags Over Texas and then look at Thunder Mountain and say, "Oh, that's the same ride system."
7: Yeah.
9: So it can be done. Now, it can be done for a lot more work and a little, and more money. Yeah. And more time, but it can be done. So the challenge to self was self. Go make a ride that's a standard off the shelf ride that has appeared in other parks and customize it in such a way that it, it looks thoroughly unique and it looks like it was meant to be there. You know, so the yeah. the intent would be if you as a guest walked through the park opening year and then came back after we opened the Ferris Wheel, you'd go, How did I miss that? That that looks wasn't that there? It looks like it it belongs. It's, how did I miss that? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer is you did didn't miss it because it wasn't there. Yeah. But if I could fool you into believing that because it looks like it was supposed to be there, it was there, there was an issue. There was no issue with that. Um, the other issue, though, that did happen was, remember, there was still the restaurant food service at the base. Yeah. And when you start mixi- mixing the queues for the food service with the queue to the Ferris wheel, there was a problem there. So suddenly you have people lining up for croissants, but they find themselves in the ride line. And so they're spending 20 minutes in the ride line and they suddenly go around the corner of the First of the old mill and see a Ferris wheel and go, Hey, there's no coffee here. I want my croissant. Where's my Pano Chocolate? Uh, where's my buttered popcorn? And so that became a dissatisfier. And yeah. in retrospect, we should have put the Q marquee on the other side of the Ferris wheel. Probably wouldn't have changed anything ultimately, but I think it would have helped.
0: Obviously, this little walk down under the train, which leads to Casey Jr. in Storybook Land, um, is very, it's reminiscent of Toontown, right? It's its this slow, this slow slope underneath the train to this area behind the train tracks. Um, but what's fantastic is it's not just this path, there is this little stream to the right that comes by, which is really charming. Every time we've been there in the spring, there's like a duck mother and, and the babies going down there, which combined with Casey Jr. and Land is just the most adorable scenario you've ever seen. But I didn't think about how this, this bucket ride Ferris wheel was at the base of this stream. And it, it's, there's a s- sort of a story reason.
9: Yeah, there's a story, there's a water source um, Yeah, and your point's well taken because here in this photograph you can see diners sitting, you know, dining and there's a green construction wall and there's another green wall on top of the train trestle. Because first remember there was no train trestle there mm-hmm. because there was no reason because you, there was no Storybook land. Yeah. So th- step one, build a train trestle. So we built the train trestle but in order to get under the train trestle you had to go down Mm
2: -hmm.
9: and the train trestle is wonderful for carrying trains it's also terrific for blocking your view of the new land expansion Mm -hmm. so how do you get people there and that's when I thought well we'll put water there people love water water moves we'll have water moving into the expansion of Fantasyland that makes sense at least it did to me so we had the water and again paid off by saying okay that's the water source that the old buckets, as it came down, they picked up the water, Mm -hmm. they lifted up. I I don't know where they took the water. I didn't think that far ahead, but didn't need to. So I did. not Hey, it's fantasy land. Guess what? It's a fantasy. Um, But it gave us the excuse then to bring the water and have it slowly cascade down and then go underneath the trestle, which hopefully you as a guest will follow. And then it expands into this larger body of water that is right in front of the massive storybook for the canal boats. So that's your payoff. And once I get you there, I've gotten you up past out of Fantasyland, the old Fantasyland, the new Fantasyland, under the train track. I get you to the can- canal boat entry, uh, marquee and queue right there off to the left. There's a nice sign that says, oh, continue on to Casey Jr. And because yeah. Casey Jr. is above the canal boats, it's kinetic. It's, you know, moving around, and it's following the old, you know, Disneyland, Tomorrowland rule of the world on the move. If you put movement, people are intrigued by it, they're curious, mm. they follow it. And so people are just drawn to find out, hey, what is that? What is that over there? Um, here's one little note I'll make, is when you look at the queue signs, both for KG Jr. and uh um, Storybook land, all mm-hmm. the directionals, and the Casey to your near side, the directional. If you bring on screen one of the the cue or the marquee for Dumbo, the flying element, it's the same style because I wanted to leverage the same style. Some people, some designers say, oh, if I'm going to build a new land, I want to build a new land.
2: Mm-hmm. And
9: my attitude is, no, I've got to fit in the old land. It can be an expansion of, an addition to, but it can't break yeah. the rules. So the marquees for Casey Jr. and Storybook as far as directionals are the same style as as KT Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, as Dumbo.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense that Casey Jr. also from Dumbo. So there there's a,
9: there's a yeah, strong and he connection does. And there. Again, you know, the note about that is, remember, how many people see Dumbo? And, you know, right now I'd say probably fewer and fewer are going to be seeing Dumbo, yeah. given the content. Yeah. But, you know, beautifully animated film, Um, It's definitely a product of its time,
0: Mm
9: -hmm. Um, but it's a product of its time. But, you know, so you have to, I assume as a designer, I have to tell you a story as if you've never heard it before. So in my mind, I always start, I start my pitches when I'm pitching a new project is once upon a time, even if I don't say it, that's what's in my head. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, Tom, a story about a character in a movie that I assume you've never seen. So I've got to make it accessible that you can immediately dial into it. And then at the same time, uh, don't make you work so hard. You know, if I have to give you three pages of homework before you get on a four-minute ride, I haven't done my job. Yeah,
0: and I mean, there's a lot of visual cues. uh, 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 Visual cues as you go through the queue. right? You have, like, the little uh sort of circus posters for for different animal acts right and uh the signage definitely has train elements right so i guess that is that how you you're trying to establish a story for people that may not know the story coming in right
9: exactly because remember you know the idea the couple things about uh well we can move on and talk about casey jr in detail
0: Mm -hmm. uh
9: casey jr was a powered coaster it's the only one disney's ever done Mm -hmm. um very disappointed about that. But that was supplied by Vekoma, something that's in their catalog. And the nice thing about a powered coaster is, A, it's powered, which means I've got electricity, which means I can have audio, so I can have a synchronized musical score, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing, especially if you have the Casey Jr. song playing. Uh, The second thing is because it's a powered coaster, unlike Anaheim, where you have to have an operator where the cold car is to actually reach into the, the bowels of the engine to turn it on and turn it yeah. off and regulate the speed, uh, you just, the operator hits the start and you take off. So the cold car behind the engine in Paris actually is a guest seat. Mm-hmm. So that was good. They suddenly had more capacity, which makes operators oh so happy. Capacity, good. Um, and less and staffing,
0: so, which is also good for the operator.
9: <laughs> yeah, and there's a story about that with the canal boats. We'll, get to in a moment mm-hmm. um, but back on this you know the reason there's those animal posters are the guests maybe ask themselves I see people in cages in it being pulled by a train why are people <laughs> why do I cages? want to get in a cage um, so you want to set it up immediately mm-hmm. hey it's not a cage you are an animal animals <laughs> are going to the circus they're being transported in a happy circus train. by a a engine which has a face on it, so it's alive. So we mean you no harm Mm -hmm. as we take you around the upper regions of storybook land. And you can, you know, you have variable speed, so you can go faster and slower. You can go up hills where you hear the I think I can, I think I can, I think I can cue. Mm
2: -hmm.
9: You then coast down where we increase the speed. You have, again, the music from Casey Jr., and there are things to see all of the little scenes in storybook you get to see but not from the canal boat viewpoint but from the casey jr's viewpoint yeah so we were using basically double duty whatever we built for the canal you'd be able to see it from casey
0: you get up close and personal with some stuff that's really far away from you on the canal boats right so like the beast castle i mean that's that's the most vivid thing in my head right now is the train just whizzing by that castle really close
9: I am very grateful to having been part of it because, again, if when I first got the call going over to Vekoma for Anaheim, who knew when I was playing bushes around the treehouse that I'd be doing so much. And it's not just your Disneyland first gate. I came back to design the creative director for Buzz Lightyear in first gate. I did a lot of work on second gate through Ratatouille, Toy Story Land, Toon Studios,
2: mm-hmm.
9: uh, working on Marvel Avengers Campus and other things. So I, I have a long history of over 30 years with Disneyland yeah. Purse. And the first day I got that first phone call or the day that Tony came to my office, knocked at my door and said, do you have an hour to spend on ACP? You know, I couldn't have known then that I would have spent so much of my career working in and on par- projects for Euro Disneyland. But I'm glad I did.
0: Well, we're glad too. So we have to, at some point, we got to come back. I got to talk to you about Toontown. We're going to have to talk about those those studios attractions. Uh, maybe once they build up that park a bit and people like it more, we'll talk more about
9: the studios. You could. More. yeah, we could. And if, um, you know, before that, if people are interested, you can find me on, you know, Twitter at Jim Schultz. I'm always, I'm always there.
0: You're always tweeting fascinating pictures, not just, not just of Paris either. You have amazing Disney World stuff and Disneyland, and just stuff from everywhere. That's just fantastic. Well, you know,
9: I've said before, I was a, I was a Disney fan before I was a Disney cast member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, and i also on a pack rack. I just, I've got boxes, and I've got a lot of boxes. I've got too many. I mean, I have over fifty thousand photographs and books and brochures, I never threw anything away. And I have a memory for the few things I did th- throw away and I kick myself for doing that. But um, I was a Disney fan ever be- long before I was a Disney cast member and I'm still a Disney fan. So love to share and uh, do it as often as I can on Twitter.
0: And where again, where can they find you?
9: Oh, they can find me uh, on Twitter at Jim Schull. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you write me, I can't promise I'll answer everything but I make every effort to do so and i'm always happy to hear from fans as passionate as i am and there are no bad questions but, hey fan there are no odd or stupid questions unless i ask them no not even you tom you don't even get into that you don't even unless it's about You'd the ask, return, to
0: Oz, return to Oz, return to us segment of, of storybook land then
9: you know, someday in a generation far from now in 30 years somebody's going to have a sequel to Return to Oz make a bazillion dollars and they'll your will be announcing Return to Oz the Ride.
0: Stranger things happen. Well, Jim, thank you so much. A pleasure as always.
9: Okay, take care and thank you again and take care and we'll talk again.
6: In honor of the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris, you can celebrate this once-in-a-lifetime milestone and cherish it forever with the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary, that restructuring commemorative coin set. Each coin is made of rare cadmium, brilliantly finished in a plastic gold plating. Each coin represents a time the resort almost closed entirely and then was saved at the last moment. Who could forget in 1994, when a saw Prince rescued Euro Disney how about the Disney's heroic tax ride off of 2004 which allowed the resort to build the magnificent new attractions like Cars Race Rally and Crush's Coaster celebrate the 2015 restructuring as well and finally the takeover by Disney in 2017 get this beautiful commemorative coin set for only
0: Uh $49.95 more please
6: I mean ninety nine ninety five.
0: Ahem hundred forty nine
6: ninety
0: five. That's that's fine.
6: We'll even throw in a beautiful hotels of Euro Disney display case, which we are overstocked on. That's right, we excellently ordered more display cases than coins. Some will go completely unoccupied. Remember, the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary debt restructuring commemorative coin set is a limited edition minting. Only 300,000 will be minted worldwide and then the mold will be destroyed. Because this is a limited edition minting, only 30 sets will be available per color. This offer is not available in any of our stores. Order now. To order the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary debt restructuring commemorative coin set, have your credit card ready and call this number or send a check or money order to the address on your screen. Bon, c'est fini Oui, ben, je dois voir les syndicats maintenant. Mais bon, c'est fini ces, ces, ces conneries Oui.
4: From WDWNT, the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Parks Center. Join us each week for news and discussion topics from the Disney and Universal theme parks around the world. We cover the top stories in a quick, concise, and fun format. Then our panel breaks down and debates some of the biggest issues and what they mean for us, the Parks fans. From the latest announcements to openings and delays to scandals and snacks and merchandise and more, we cover it all in 90 minutes. Join us live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on youtube.com/wdwnt forward slash or watch episodes on demand anytime or subscribe to the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast app. Tu
7: vas faire du shopping, tu vas peut-être rencontrer
1: quelqu'un et tout grand cette histoire. Ça va changer. C'est quoi Incident. Maintenant, sans plus attendre,
0: voyons ce que la piste nous attend. Tout est maintenant parfaitement That was, someone just, (laughs) I think the timekeeper just broke something in the back. That was, of course, Le Visionarium eventually became the timekeeper in uh, in Disney World, right? Um, You can hear more about that on Timekeeping, which begins next week. We begin our year-by-year journey through the history of Disneyland Paris. That'll be a fun series. First, let's find out what's happening this week. What's premiering this week on Broadway? (laughs) Be sure to check out. The Phantom of the Manor. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. I was really hoping it'd be Lion King. Chandelier fell right on. <laughs> <laughs> Lion King. Phantom of the Lion King. Uh, also, we need to find out what's available this week at your local supermarket. Be sure to pick up uh, <laughs> Old Milling Company. <laughs> Just talked about that with Jim. His, his failed Ferris wheel project. Hmm. the capacity was not good. and Just like the name of whatever they changed, the, what is it, Pearl River Milling Company yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. It's a terrible name. Not need to change it, but yikes. Um, a quick thing we want to plug. In two weeks, when we, when we come back on April 21st, we have a new segment. Our good friend Mama Melrose is going to be hosting a new segment. We have the graphic, I think. Uh, it's called Penne for Your Thoughts. Um, so what we want you to do is send your questions about what does what is, what is Mama want questions about. Just yeah. anything in life?
2: Life,
0: yeah. Life questions. Not necessarily trip planning or Disney stuff necessarily. You can, oh. but... Why is you
1: asking the, the sheriff
0: what needs? kind of the questions Mama Melrose The sheriff have. knows Mama Melrose. Oh, okay. I have a lot of
1: sauce and I have
8: some sugar. What should I do with them?
1: Yeah. Keep them separated.
0: <laughs> wow. We have life life questions, relationship questions. Yeah. Where, are we, where, are we, where are they sending these to? Do we know what they sending them to? <laughs> send it, oh! Do the subject subject penne for your thoughts and send it to wdwnews.today@gmail.com. at gmail.com. There we and go. And we'll, uh, we'll take it from Mama, it. We'll make sure Mama, Mama
4: needs her own It's mailbox. probably,
0: probably mama.melrose at disney.com. Yeah. I don't know. I assume nah. that's all the Disney emails,
4: right? I don't know.
0: No, but send it. Don't send it to that one, please. Send it to wdwnews.today. I
4: mean, they can send it. They just won't make it. I don't there. know if it'll actually go. It might
0: go to someone. I don't know. <laughs> They'll be like, what is
4: this? <laughs>
0: First, he sent all those people to that phone number that we own. <laughs> no, no, What
8: She got her email address when she was still married to Tony,
0: I think. So Mama.ragu. Mama Ragu.
2: Yeah.
0: There you go. OK, so quickly, we, we're obviously over time already. But uh, next week, 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris. Um, you've been Eric, right? No. You haven't? I thought you had been. No. I don't know. I'm the only person that's been up here. I've been to all the
8: bad countries in the world.
0: But I like I like this perspective then. Yeah. You three people that haven't been to Disneyland Paris, what are the things that people talk up and you're like, Oh, that'd be cool to to have that here. What are the what are the things?
1: Liberty Arcade looks pretty neat.
0: So just the arcade I mean everyone yeah. goes on and on about the arcades, yeah. yeah.
1: I'd love, I'd love that. That that looks really like quaint place to just kind of like walk through, see the exhibits. And
0: Probably better than walking like behind buildings on a green fence. Yeah, right. Is back there, right?
1: So I always thought no. that looked like a really charming place and, and no. something that really fits into the whole Main Street aesthetic and uh, no. uh, a nice little, I, I guess, is it, is it? Is it really, like, off the beaten path, or is it pretty busy in there? Is it kind of like... It gets busy. It does, No, it's
0: a main thoroughfare. So, um, you didn't see the full interview tonight, but Eddie, obviously, was the producer of Main Street. So, during that hour-and-a-half interview, we we talk about why they did the arcades and how they weren't going to do them originally. Originally, they were going to do the roof Mm -hmm. on Main Street, and they didn't, and he'll talk all about that. But, yeah, no, they're... They're pretty major thoroughfares, although, yeah. uh, like you'll tell in the interview, uh, Michael Eisner wanted the doors on them because he's like, "When it's nice out, we gotta close them." They don't close them,
2: because
0: people love them. I love yeah. them. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the There's also like a little uh, There's a vignette you can go into, so you go through like this little doorway almost, right. and There's like a, this little scene of people arriving uh, to America uh, via Ellis Island, and mm-hmm. they're looking at the Statue of Liberty, it's very cool.
1: Yeah, it looks really yeah. cool. I wish we had more of those little places to kind of just walk through. They seem to have yeah. a lot of walk-through exhibits yeah. and stuff in Paris. Yes,
0: and Jim, in Jim's full interview, we talk about the castle walk-through. Uh, you love your Western Legends board game. There is a whole sort of uh, history of the Old West walk-through huh. in the fort. We talk about that, too. Yeah.
8: And I know people say Phantom Manor, right? I, I don't think we could fit it into our to the Magic Kingdom. There's yeah. already like a, a competitor in town. That's it's established. the
0: best haunted mansion.
8: But yeah, I, I agree I've uh, from everything I've, I've seen and, and, and read and, and heard from others. But I want that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea walkthrough. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I was close between it and the
0: dragon.
4: I want the dragon.
1: Right? The the, she wants fantastic. the dragon. I want the,
4: the dragon. dragon. Yeah. Anything that can breathe fire, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah.
0: The sad moral of the story becomes um, that a lot of that stuff wouldn't work here. People kind of destroy a lot of that stuff. If you look at what they do to queues uh, in the US parks sometimes. But, um, no, it, it is true, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a lost art. The, the, just these walkthrough spaces, just spaces to kind of hang out and enjoy the atmosphere. And, and certainly, I know there's a lot of walkthroughs in Paris, but I, I love just, just all the regular park spaces. There's so many places to just stop and take, thing, like take in the whole land, and people watch, and enjoy the music, and just, it's this very complete thing, and it's such a perfect park, right? The sight lines are impeccable. Like, you really, when you sit on the, I remember we went to, there, there's a little cafe, um, the Last Chance Cafe, uh, and just a little counter, we bought food, and, and we were so excited, we took the food out to the riverfront. They put the oh, tables wow. up against the river, so you have big thunder across the water and the riverboat going by as you eat. And it's it's just, it's a wonder, like, we ate chicken nuggets. It was my favorite time I've eaten chicken nuggets <laughs> in my life. Um, and that's that's really only possible. Disneyland Paris, there's so little of that. At Disney World, I think about the dining experience. I think about, like, even, I love satuli Canteen, but I think about, like, just fighting with that tray through the restaurant to find yeah. a table. And, yeah. and And there's nowhere outside, really, to go. There's just this big covered area that doesn't really look at anything, you know, it's... It's just not the same.
8: And Walt Disney Studios Park has some stuff, too, if we can go there. I mean, look, I think it's an insult to America that we don't have the world's largest lug nut here. <laughs> they have it in Paris. The uh, iFuel yeah. Tower? The
0: iFuel Tower. Catastrophe
8: Canyon. Uh, but, no, I really think that um, our Remy's Ratatouille adventure would be enhanced if there was that adorable restaurant um, in the exit.
0: Bistro chez Remy.
8: Bistro Cher yeah. Remy. It's so
0: cute. It's so well done. You
8: sit on a little wine cork?
0: There are. I've never sat on the cork. One table has the corks, and I've never sat at the cork table. Tom Corkless, I know. (laughs) Um, No, but sort of like the the little drink umbrella above it, too. Like, just it's the cutest restaurant. And it's everything you wanted the ride to be, and the ride's not, but. The restaurant makes up for it. The restaurant's really great. The area, the whole area there is really great. And there's really no
8: doubt cute. they have the coolest look in Space Mountain. Or they did. Yeah.
0: I mean, it still looks yeah. good. Um,
4: but so that kind of
8: Jules Verne aesthetic that they have no. you know,
0: in that.
4: Yeah, because yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I, that it used to be Jules Verne themed. From the Earth
0: to the Moon, yeah. Correct.
4: Star Wars thing?
0: Now it's Star Wars. Well, they ruined it. So the first time, 10 years uh, to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the ride, they ruined it. They've. Yeah. <laughs> They did Mission 2, which made it like this modern space exploration thing, and people hated it. And so then they finally closed the ride for the big refurb, because what they did, once like there was an influx of money, they're like, we're going to go through and we're going to refresh all these classic attractions, and these recent refurbishments were unbelievable. Pirates, Phantom Man, or Big Thunder. They got to space, and, and they roll out these great new trains, and they look like J- out of Jules Verne. They're like, yes, it's coming back, and then they're like... Star Wars, Hyper Space Mountain. Everyone's like, you have, you're you kidding me. Oh, my God!
4: Um,
0: yeah. So I know a lot of sore, it comes up in the interviews. It's a sore spot, I think, for people that just even know Tim Delaney and the love that went into the original Space Mountain in Paris. And to the point of where it, it, a lot of people were using the hashtag, I think it, it was bring back the moon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past week, all the, all the Paris fans have been asking, and then they did like an annual pass holder program. And they came out and said there are no plans at this time hmm. to bring it back, and everyone collectively was very sound. Yeah, very yeah. Sad.
8: and I think in general Thunder Mesa,
0: I, the, that frontier land,
8: um, is just yeah, what we have to the nth degree, right? I mean, with a deep storyline mm-hmm. and and attractions that support the storyline yeah. and that are tied together by the land. I mean, I mean
0: nothing that doesn't.
8: Right, so it's it's. Immersive theming. Yeah. It's um, Our theming is kind of loose, right? It's Tomorrowland, we're like, eh, there's yeah. kind of like some futuristic stuff.
0: We did the country right? bear joke, right? Like, I love the country bears. There's no connected story, right? The same universe where there's people mining for gold, and then there's a, a rabbit and a fox and a bear chasing each other, and then a bunch of bears singing. Like, none of that makes sense. Like, that's mm-hmm. not... It's not a coherent, cohesive thing that's happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
4: Sure. It, it's you know it, you start out in the mine. Clearly, there's some sort of gas you have hit, and it just causes the rest of it.
0: <laughs> start hallucinating start, that animals. Yeah, that's, animals that's, are talking. That's
4: the and you wake line. up in New Orleans. <laughs>
0: <That's and> when, <laughs> You're like how did i end up here <laughs> swamp gas <yes. laughs> <Swamp. Sorry. laughs> that happens Stangy when you Pete. eat at pecos bills yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah no that that frontier land I, I invite people at home to to go read if you don't know a lot about disneyland paris there is endless stuff to read and it's fascinating like little things like the three restaurants represent the three uh, precious metals right so there's the lucky nugget which is gold the, uh, the 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 uh, silver spur, silver, and then uh, there there's a, like a bronze countertop copper. or copper, sorry. I you. know all about Copper. I know. I didn't force you to read it. There's a copper countertop at the Last Chance Cafe, the little counter service. You also progress down the cast system as you go through from gold to silver to <laughs> to bronze or copper as
8: That's well. It's interesting because we've instituted a cast system here at Walt Disney World. <laughs> it's called uh, Genie. Yeah. Genie Plus, Plus. <laughs> and Lightning Lane. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, yeah. I, so here's the thing. Like, I grew up going I grew up going to Disney World. This is where this is, was the first Disney park I went to. It was for many years, many years before I went to any of the other ones. And so, like, we grew up, we were a pirate of the Caribbean family. Mm. There is nothing more disconcerting to know that the thing you grew up that was your favorite it's at Disney World worst. is the worst yeah. one. It's the worst one in the world, by far. Yep. Um, and I feel like I worked up a scale for a while. I was like, oh, I went to Disney. I was like, oh, that's insane. And then went to Tokyo. I was like, oh, they have the old auction scene. This is fantastic. And then I went to Paris. And I was like, oh, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. I'm not even riding pirates at home anymore. It's really, like, Tony, absolutely, they perfected pirates. Like, they finally put all the scenes in the right order and added a couple things here and there, and it's like, this is, someone got it right. Like, you finally pieced this ride together the right <laughs> way. After, after years of put, moving the scenes around, someone's finally like, what if we did it in this order? It's still have the dog, right? Yeah. Okay. They have a cat they have cats floating have on cat. there's a <laughs> flooded fort and there's cats just on crates just floating around the fort and all sorts of like Disneyland. There's a sword fight, there's a guy <laughs> At on a Disneyland rope. they're real. That's true. Yeah. I
2: was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, that
0: happened to us when we went to the magic Key lounge. We met cat. uh Nutmeg. Nutmeg, the cat. We did meet Nutmeg. Mm. That was wonderful. It was the highlight of that trip <laughs> probably. Probably the
8: most polite cast member in all of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, oh. well, That's
4: probably true though. You
0: know, I have so many jokes I'm gonna make, but no, <laughs> nope, because they're gonna get cut out from the show and posted on the internet. Just can't do that. Um, yeah, I just think the the thing about Disneyland Paris is like obviously that, that second park is a pile of trash. It is. There it has its moments. where Bistro Che Remy is great. The update they did to that Tower of Terror is phenomenal. Like this, the the little girl essentially becomes the host. Don't get too excited. The little girl becomes the host, <laughs> becomes the host of the attraction, and it's real creepy. She's singing, and all sorts of crazy things are happening. And they finally made that that sort of janky secondary Tower of Terror has a real reason to exist. It's it's unique and different and really interesting there. But otherwise, that park is it's it's rough. But the first park is again, if you're a lifelong Disney fan, and your things are Mansion and Pirates and Big Thunder, and you know the classic stuff. It's all the classic, all the quintessential stuff, done in the most perfect form. And that's why, like, the best Adventureland, the best Fantasyland, the best Frontierland, the best Main Street, the best castle. The yeah, no, far yeah. and away, far and away, the best castle. Um, it was it was done right there, and sure, it's it's aged a little bit, and it's it's still gorgeous. It's a beautiful place, and. If you haven't been, I know everyone's, oh, I want to go to Tokyo. Everyone on staff's, oh, Tokyo reopened. I'm like, you should go to Paris. Paris is great. Like, spend a couple of days. It's a beautiful park. You'll fall in love with it. Um, and it's a relaxing experience as opposed to what Disney World is, I think, uh, especially currently with the way Lightning Lane is working out and how stressful it is to, to plan everything and how high the prices for hotels have become. Um, I think. Paris well, is a nice relaxing.
1: We all picked like these walk through yeah. attractions. We all picked like scenic things, yeah. the land, you know, things yeah. so things like but that. But also like the f-
0: it's so different there in that like the first hour or two of the day and the last hour or two of the day, it's a ghost town. We could just like we would just loop we just loop Phantom Manor over and over towards the end of the day. And even midday the wait times aren't that bad. It's just I don't know. Even when it's busy, it's very dobihong. Do pong, the Hong, ghosts go on strike? No, but, <laughs> the, the but chances are, are your Uber driver will have to drop you off far away from the airport because every third day, I think the airport's on strike. <laughs> yeah. It's the wildest. He's like, oh, it's Tuesday. I cannot drop you off at the airport. <laughs> like, what? He's like, Tuesday, they strike at the airport. Uh-huh. I'm like, All right. He's like, got to drop you off downstairs. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap up the show real quick. We do have a post show coming up. Um, I want to read the super chats. I know we have some super chats. Let's read these real quick. I am so far away. Wow. Uh, K-Jack said, happy birthday to BC Fan. Thanks for your very sweet super chat last week and the week before. Very sneaky. Tom appreciates. I do. I do appreciate it. Uh, and then BC Fan came back.
2: <laughs>
0: this will never end. Uh, $4.99 from KJack. Thank you, k Very sweet. We appreciate it. <laughs> these guys are sweet. I assume that's probably what I say every time mm-hmm. someone super chat. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Can't wait to see everything y'all post from Disneyland. Paris, please do live streams like all We will. We are gonna do live streams from Paris. Thank you, Mina. Uh, I'm the shopkeeper. I make a fortune off these people, <laughs> said Chuck. <laughs> oh. Did Nick secretly bring the map game back, <laughs> WWE? <laughs> he thought, he thought I wouldn't notice. I just was so busy packing this week that I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stop it. This here is the dumbest <laughs> show in the world. That's what I should have said. I should have said. Tomorrow is my birthday. Tonight's show is the gift that keeps on giving. That's very sweet. Is that Kelly? Very I, sweet, Kelly. Kel Kell or Kelly?
1: Kel-mel.
2: Kel Me. Kel Mel. Kel.
0: Thank you, Kel. Well, happy yeah. birthday. Glad someone's enjoying this. Very sweet. <laughs> Get the bandit some gloves with all the fingers. <laughs> there's a story. There's a, there's, there's a story what to is this. this? Yeah. They were regular gloves. And we gave them to Pete. And as soon as he put them on and stretched his fingers out, <laughs> they ripped. Yeah. It was like watching the OJ trial. It was, it was, it's the wish.com it was, bandit. It was the, wish, <laughs> the wish bandit. That's why we had to cover his hands with the green screen. I thought the map game was never coming back. WWE Mickey. You know, I have no idea what's going on, but I love it, said yeah. Gregory. That's
4: to me every fine. Thursday, <laughs> Yeah.
0: every Thursday. That one's blank, Michael. This was, this was my actual reaction to the game. Also, I love to post the uh, pictures from my, my law firm profile. Image. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, I'm being mean. Thank you very much. It's, it's very sweet, was my catchphrase. <laughs> What a great interview with two legends. Cheers to Disneyland Paris in the next 30 years, Uh, Gordon. Uh, Thank you. I know that's our friend Jeff. Jeff, make sure you watch those interviews on Tuesday. Guys, you better clear your schedule on Tuesday. Those interviews are long, and they're fantastic. So clear some time next week. Make sure you watch them. They Seriously, I I love them. I think you guys are going to enjoy them. Great show. Can't wait till the full interviews. Hashtag bring back the moon. I guess I was right. That is it. Tim wrote that. Uh, it's not an American dollar, so Tim is probably in Europe. Yeah. Actually, someone in Europe staying up to watch this disaster. Oh, I got this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maintenant
0: J Declare
1: La Euro Disneyland official overt. Thank so that, you, Samuel. Uh,
0: there's a story to this. This is this is what my so it's fitting that you butchered it. Because this is what Michael Eisner butchered on opening day <laughs> when he just went, ouvert. <laughs> so, usually, when I go to Disneyland Paris, it goes a running joke that I just, every time I open a door, because it's open, I open a door and it's like, Uber! <laughs> it's just like in the most American accent, I just yell Uber everywhere.
8: Now we have a CEO that butchers the company in a totally different way.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. No. Well, thank you for the super chat. Uber! Have a great time in Paris. I think you're going to love all the new stuff, said Jeff. Another super chat from Jeff. Yeah, I'm just excited for the things that reopen. I, Toad Hall has, there's, there's oh. fake newspaper under the food. Oh. I'm very excited about the fake newspaper wrapping. I might, I, might
8: I might stow away in your luggage.
0: I will bring you, do you want a, a Mr. Toad newspaper? Should I bring you Mr. Toad of newspaper? Course. But of course. I will make sure I get... I get one. The great thing about Disneyland Paris is the fans are so passionate that all of them have already asked the people in the restaurant for the wrapping paper. So I will not be the first person to ask. <laughs> so it's not w- in Japan. The you gotta see like they call managers in like no one knows what I've asked for when I ask for like a clean pizza box. Comes a whole thing. They they can't understand why anyone would want the pizza box. <laughs> Paris though I shop they're like yeah okay here <laughs> you're you're the 18th person to ask for this here you go.
2: Just. That's why, why I love them.
0: That's why I love them. We're the same. Okay. <laughs> well, that is our show. We do have a post-show where we're not going to yell about toilets, so it should be a little more calm than it's been the last three weeks. It's and uh, and remember, kids, the real beauty of this house awaits us farther on, and she's dying to meet you. And beware the phantom. Good night. <laughs>